Welcome, everybody, to the Cult of Dave Podcast Network. New chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer. Until you see the flaming bottle, you ain't seen nothing yet. You want to pop that window tab? Yeah. A little more. Grab that lip and give it hell, dude. Come on, man. Come on. Hey. Whoa. 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 What are you doing? What was that sigh about? Mikey's drunk. Just knocked it over your thing. You knocked it over, dude. I didn't even touch the table. <laughs> I was going to say, if this warm out, we'll pr- we're probably better just True. having the... True. Thing man, close that fucking window, dude. What are you doing over there? <laughs> well, I was going to say... Ooh. That that's too loud. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh! Oh my! Oh my! Oh wow! <laughs> you got, you got I your think the uh, headphones was up. a good idea. <laughs> You're gonna be a lot more animated. Oh now? yeah, let's try this. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> People will be like, "Wow, he really does laugh at his own jokes all the time, doesn't he?" <laughs> I don't breathe out when I beat off. <laughs> I'm that quick. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a Wheeler Walker Jr. song. I don't, baby, I don't breathe out while I beat off. Man, you forced that one, didn't you? (laughs) I had to get it out. And that's the refrain in the song. I had had to get get it it out. (laughs) All right, let's do this. Everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the Something Good For You podcast, where the two of us sift through the bullshit to try to find a little something good to give you each and every single week. And I'm one of your two co-hosts, Alex Stiff. Back again, we took a week off, we had to t- do some shit, and as always, Captain Nunn's across from me, how you hey, doing? I heard you missed us, we're back. <laughs> we're back. And because we took a little bit of time off and this guy hadn't been around in a minute and he always makes us laugh and fuck it, he's here again. Mikey Black. Hey, hey, hey. It's good to be back. <laughs> We're hanging out it in really the is. lightning and the thunder going on outside. Yeah. yeah it's metal. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we actually might catch a little bit on the, on the recording because it was making a little noise earlier. Yeah. Mm-mm. And do we have some juicy stuff to talk about today? Do we? Do um, we? No. <laughs> well, actually, that's a good enough segue. So something actually did happen to me like two days ago. And I was thinking about doing this and I haven't yet. I wanted to get you guys' opinion. And if I if you guys think I should, we'll do it right here, right now. Okay? Okay. So cool. a few weeks ago, actually close to about a month ago now, um, I even brought up on the show my debit card information got stolen. I had to get a new card. And oh um, wow, <laughs> what do you mean? Oh wow, we talked about that on the show. That's where I forgot. Sorry, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's Cap's bullshit. Oh wow, noise. <laughs> I'm kidding. Anyway, <clears throat> and one of the transactions that was made, and I remember mentioning this too, was an order from Domino's in New York. And thinking that was very odd, like, and you're okay, in New York, why would you be ordering Domino's, right. you know, <laughs> out of out of all your options? 
Okay, now I remember this and having this transaction about it and everything, too. So, yeah, continue. So, I get a new debit card. I think all's good in the world. And I get two emails from Domino's on Thursday, and it's happening again. Now, this time it dawns on me, wait a minute. They don't have my card information. They have my Domino's account. So these fuckers are logging into because I got confirmation emails. These fuckers are logging into my Domino's account and ordering fucking pizzas on my dime. Now, I immediately call both Domino's because like as soon as I got the emails, they were back to back. And as soon as I got them, I called the location was like, hey, this is fraudulent. This wasn't me. And they've already got it canceled it and they refunded me back. I changed my password on the Domino's app. All the, That's I got I got all my shit taken care of sounds on like that went, front. Sounds like that went through much less bullshit than it usually oh, yeah. does. It was very right. easy. Very easy. That's not the story. Here's the story. And I'm pulling up the emails now so I can show you guys. There were some idiots that did this and they left their callback number. Oh, no. <laughs> they left their callback number on these orders that I have confirmation emails on. I'm half tempted to call these fuckers. I was fuckers. about to say, are you going to just Jay and Silent Bob it and just fucking... <laughs> I'm half tempted to call these fuckers and being like, yo. And you want to do it on the podcast? I think I should do it on the podcast. <laughs> I think you should, dude. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> so, I'll... See how I'll, this goes. I'll bleep out any names, and if this winds up not working, you're just going to hear a weird little jump cut. Now, Oh, I can't wait for this. Now, should I star 69 it? Or 68? What is it? Star... 69. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no. Is it really 69? It's or is it just 69 star... or 67. Someone Google that real quick. I don't want to move on, away from my page. Let me just star 69 and call you. <laughs> yeah, see if it works. See if it works through a mobile first, because I, I don't want What's the guy... Your number? Star six seven doesn't even so unblocked anymore. It just gives you a uh, random number. Crazy. All right, <clears throat> all right. That so, crazy. so just for the sake of not being an asshole, I'm going to not. I'll bleep out if I say their name or any of that stuff because I'll need to address them properly. Well, hold on. What's your game plan going into this? Are you wanting to attack them right off the bat? Yeah. Or you just be like, are you just gonna just like slowly build it up to be like, hi, this is such and such. Are you gonna crank them? Or are you just gonna just roast the hell out of them? I don't know, because I've already called Domino's and they got the order canceled. So I'm pretty sure that these two people, because there are two people, okay. I'm pretty sure that the, both of them are aware that they were caught. And I've already changed my password so they can't log back in. So you should totally just put on a CIA for and be like, hey, we have your information and we're going to uh, we're gonna have you come with us. We need to take you I to FBI I, like, Where, where and... I am mentally, I kind of want to just jump right at them and be like, yo, motherfucker. Hey, hey bitch, you like pizza? <laughs> <laughs> No, not that quick on a jump, but not. I don't know. How hey, do you just, think? Just what do you guys take, think? I should go wherever go the spirit of phone calls takes you. You said star sixty-seven. Yep. Are we doing that right now? We're doing it right now. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> All right. Hey, is this? Yes. Hey, um, I'm calling from uh, Domino's. I think you were trying to uh, place an order yesterday. Oh, it was today? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Um, well, real quick, though, uh, the order you were trying to place yesterday, um, you were trying to use my card, and you put your personal information in a... Oh! oh shit. 
<laughs> She's like, I'm busted. <laughs> I'm calling back. Hold on. Oh, no. She's not going to answer. That's fine. I'll leave a voicemail. Please leave your message. <laughs> yep. There we go. Yeah, I know you're going to hang up on me. That's cool. Just want to let you know that you did provide your personal information in a confirmation email that I got in my inbox. So if you're going to be a scammer, you need to be a little smarter about it. Okay? I, really now. You, the, you you are dumb. You are really dumb. You, you, you are real. really, really dumb. Bye-bye. <laughs> Good luck. Because this will be submitted. Bye-bye. God. <laughs> she, didn't, she was just like, no, I didn't do that. She just <laughs> up immediately. Yeah, immediately was like, oh, shit. <laughs> all right. So oh, let's, All right, cool. All right, so that's one down. Now, I don't have this guy's name, so I won't be able to address him directly. Yeah, you just kind of just... Dove in immediately. Like, hey, you fuck. So you stole my shit and used it. And she's like, oh shit. Oh hell no. Nah. Yeah, but the thing was, is that it was interesting that she was trying to do it again. Yeah, to, she saw, uh, brought up that she tried to do it again to, uh, today. I know. It's like, wow. Yeah. You are dumb. <laughs> oh wow, 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 wow. All right, well, I don't have the name of this person, so I won't be able to uh, address him directly, but I accidentally called him yesterday when I was trying to call the main domino, so I know what oh, his yeah. voice sounds like. So there, there's at least the plus on my end on that one. So uh, let's see how this one goes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, hey, your neighbor's got a cute little dog. <laughs> Hey, um, this is uh, from Domino's. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. Sorry? Did I wake you? You what now, buddy? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to wake you. Um, <laughs> is, this, is this a bad time? Well, I'm so, I'm sorry. It's a bad time for you, man. It, it was kind of a bad time for me yesterday when you used my card to place an order with Domino's, and you kind of left your personal information in my inbox when you confirmed the order. That wasn't me, sir. Oh, it definitely was. I've got all your information that right here in my inbox. Okay. It was the order okay. that got canceled on you yesterday. What? Yeah. That dude is struggling. <laughs> How fucked up are you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> he wasn't nearly as much fun. Damn. Oh, well. Poor God. Dude, just one. Just I should have call, called him first. Dude just got fucked up and ordered just ordered some pizza. I was like, I oh, I, I think I just bullied a stoner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a stoner that stole my goddamn information, so I don't care. Yeah, he's just like, no, I didn't. That wasn't oh, me, bro. That wasn't me, bro. That wasn't me. <laughs> nah, I'll leave. I'll leave him be. I'll leave him be. But I absolutely am submitting. Uh, her, that yeah, that first, first lady was wild. She was just like, especially because she was trying to do it again. Yeah. I'm absolutely reporting her. But I'll, I'll leave the last dude alone. How do you have the worst luck with this kind of shit, dude? I don't know, man. Like, what the fuck? How do you hack someone's Domino's account? 
Well, I've signed up that way. I get and and that was the other bullshit thing too. So when you do the Domino's rewards, you, you eventually get like you save up points, you get a free pizza. Mm-hmm. They use my fucking points, man. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they use my free pizza. Damn. <laughs> I had a free pizza that I was literally going to order this weekend. I was like, fuck yeah, do I have to spend money I've on been food? I'm getting a free all pizza all week for this one Domino's pizza. I wasn't waiting all week. It <laughs> was just giving your points back. I, I'm waiting uh, because due to them actually trying to place an order, I got points. So I'm seeing that if if they can just do like a full reversal, like, look, take the points of the order that they tried to do off and just let me have my free pizza. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm letting it ride for a minute because it said it was processing. Shit, so. They might even give you two free pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking better. <laughs> now, but they, now but they process the refund and all that shit. So I I'm, can't be mad at them for all Domino's, that. Domino's, Uber Eats. Fuck. No, we're bleeping that, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So cut that. <laughs> oh, man. So, I figured that was going to be a fun way to start this episode. <laughs> so, uh, as you guys have probably been able to tell by the title and maybe the description and everything else, we are definitely going to be talking Avengers Endgame today. We want to be a bunch of geeks for a day. We've got a shit ton going on here in the near future. We do, and we needed the fucking escape of this movie, so fair warning, uh, even though, you know, it's been a good while. Spoilers! For the fucking movie are coming. Like two weeks later when this Spoil- post. I don't, I don't care, dude. Look, mm-hmm. Kevin, Kevin Smith posted a review uh, like a day or two after it came out. And on his YouTube video, he had in big red letters, spoiler, on the front. On the title, it said spoilers. I know. And he still had people bitching at him saying, how dare you post a review like this and not warn people. So I'm telling uh-huh. people right here, right fucking now, if you are not, if you're just half-assed listening to us on your car ride or in your background while you're just fucking cleaning the house, listen the fuck up. We're going to talk spoilers. I know we're junk food butt cherry podcast content, but still. Yeah, I don't want people bitching at me because we fucking talk shit and you don't know what's going on yet. So listen. <laughs> Listen to this after you watch it, because look, I told both of these fuckers to watch the movie because we wanted to talk about it, so we made the initiative to watch it already, you should have too, and at this point, you've had fair enough warning to go turn the fucking thing off if you weren't near the thing, because that's something else I've also heard people complain about, they're like, oh, it was too quick, you said, spoilers, and then so what it was, I was away from my phone and couldn't get it, so now you've had ample time, so now we're going to just dive into it. There you go. <laughs> I'm trying to be a good person on this show. I wouldn't want pe- someone to fuck me over I, if I, I hadn't seen it. I expect too much out of people, and you're right. <laughs> All right. You now have that's out of the way. Assault. Iron Man more- dies. Captain America gets old. <laughs> <laughs> Thanos yeah. get- they defeat Thanos. Thanos gets killed twice. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> Just get them all out of the Captain way. Captain Marvel was not needed at all. Uh, that's my biggest you, complaint. You see Rocket Raccoon's penis. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's take it from the beginning. So, nah, Cap. We're just kidding. Captain America doesn't get old, <laughs> but you do just definitely see Rocket Raccoon's penis. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the fucking Russo brothers weren't lying. I thought they were feeding us a line of bullshit when they were saying that the trailers were essentially the first 20 minutes of the movie. There was some of that shit in the trailer. I'm going, there's no way. 
There's no way. So do y'all, yeah. So do y'all get real big into like fan theories and stuff going into yes. movies like this? Yeah. Let let let's actually dive into that. Did, what were you kind? Of, let's go round table. Cap. What were you thinking was going to happen when going into the movie? I don't get fan theories really. I just because I didn't grow up reading the Marvel comics at all. I just I'm casually a fan of these movies, but I definitely enjoy going to these movies, and I really enjoyed Endgame too. But I don't really. The way I look at uh, movie presentations of shit like this is that the screenwriter and the filmmaker are going to do their own interpretation of their idea of a journey and put me on it. And my whatever I have going into it is not going to matter in the end anyway. So you brought up the idea of fan theories, but you don't have one. No, I didn't have one at all. I just kind of okay, said, next. I just Mikey, what yes. was your theory? <laughs> um... Because right. actually, because I got you to tell me this the other week. Yeah, you did. And so. You were completely wrong. Yeah, I know I was. Every yeah, single was, beat. That's why very disappointed beat. about this is, it. This is what I'm talking about. That's why I'm saying fan <laughs> theories are dumb. Uh, no, they're fun. They they make you hype for the movie. It's it's just good uh, nerdsmanship. <laughs> nerdsmanship. 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 I guess. Oh, yeah. All right. Anyways, my what I thought was going to happen is. Um, well, this wasn't all me. This was after diving down the YouTube rabbit hole for of course, yeah. several hours, multiple times. Um, the most solid one I heard was uh, everyone everyone I listened to and everything I've gathered was Ant-Man was definitely going to be very relevant. Right. Uh, not because he's going to crawl up Thanos' asshole <laughs> and expand, but because it introduces the quantum realm right possibilities of time travel this uh-huh. that and the other which is what kind of happens in the dc uh version of that there was a dc story called a rock of ages where uh the dc version of thanos gets killed by dc's version of ant-man uh i forget what the character's name is but it's kind of that scenario is literally the dc version of fucking endgame <laughs> cool <laughs> wait dc yeah okay right, so, <laughs> i didn't um, know they did that it's pretty cool. Uh, Grant Morrison wrote it. Huh. Interesting. So anyways, out of everything I listened to and then kind of threw together myself, I was hoping <laughs> because you watch the trailer and uh, you see Captain America, Black Widow, uh, pretty much everyone except Thor and Captain Marvel uh-huh. are wearing the time travel suits that they right. end up wearing in the movie. Now, did you think time, time, that time travel was going to be a part no, of it? No, I didn't think it was time it? travel. No. I thought it was more so they were going to go into the quantum realm. Okay. Because in the quantum realm, there is no time. There is no space. Right. Therefore, it almost seems like the Infinity Stones wouldn't work in the quantum realm. Okay. So my theory was the rest of the Avengers were going to go to the quantum realm and wait there. And then Captain Marvel and Thor were going to go beat up on Thanos because they're the two most powerful in the Avengers. And somehow lead him to the quantum realm right. where they gang up on him and the Infinity Stones no longer work. And then right. from there... They... And that was a big focal point of Ant-Man and Wasp, wasn't it? I didn't see the movie, but people told me that was a big part of it. Yeah. Gotcha. That and uh, Thor Ragnarok, uh, mm-hmm. another theory was the world they were in there is kind of similar. There is no time. There is no space. Well, see, what was funny is uh, after watching Endgame uh, the other night, Morgan wanted to watch uh, Ragnarok again. Mm-hmm. There's an interesting little bit that actually happens in that movie that it finally dawned on me. I was like, oh, that was the first time they mentioned time travel. So when Thor is getting brought to the Grand Master and he notices Loki off to the side and he calls him over he goes what are you doing here he goes what are you doing here he goes i'm stuck in this chair he goes i didn't get a chair that that little exchange mm-hmm. uh 
he goes, well, what do you mean? He goes, I've, don't, don't fuck this up. I've, you know, I've gotten in good with this guy talking about the grandmaster. He goes, I've been here for weeks. He goes, when'd you get here? He goes, I just got here like a few hours ago. So Loki had been there for weeks, but Thor had only been there for a few hours. So through that portal, he was falling through to get the Sakaar, mm-hmm. not Sakaar. Was that the name of the planet in Ragnarok? I don't remember. Regardless, the planet in Ragnarok that, you know, the Grandmaster was on. Whatever portal he was falling through to get to that, Loki got there a week sooner than he did. Yeah, I watched it, uh, I think it was like one. And they both fell out at the same time. Yeah. Hmm. So know, that was, was like, the first moment of time travel in that movie. I thought that was in, in like the series and like watching it back knowing that those guys had a hand in that movie too i'm just like ah that's cool <laughs> there, was just, there were just so many movies leading up to this too it's like i have to go back and watch like uh all the rest of them now to catch all the little bits that they reference in endgame because endgame all the way through was just really solid storytelling with references to all the goddamn movies too so now it's like well this person from this person from iron man 3 was this important to how right. endgame is going to turn out it fucking landed that was kind of what i uh took away from so, the movie was so for me, the storytelling aspect of it including all of the, those references and making a cohesive fucking narrative out right. of it no and for me it was a situation of um i didn't have too much of a theory going into it i just felt like they were lying about the trailer so i, I knew that time travel was going to be a part of it i was very conscious to not tell anyone that i knew only because i did see a spoiler photo like a set photo mm-hmm. and it was the battle of new york and Captain America had like the classic suit on and everything. Gotcha. So I saw that set photo with a current day Tony Stark next to it. And yeah. I'm like, oh, they're definitely doing time travel in this. They're going to somehow get the time stone and do time travel. So I, so that's what I thought is that we were going to get the time stone some way. Oh, so at least get one of the stones. Uh huh. Then... That's what I was thinking that they were okay. going to get a time stone, go back in time and mess with reality to get the stones before Thanos did. I was thinking that they were going to go back in time to get stones before he did, but I just didn't know in what capacity or how they were going to do it. So, and I also felt that the trailer was bullshit because when they were in the white suits, I thought that was like the, we've gone back in time now, we've gotten all the stones, now we've got these specially fitted suits maybe harnessed with a little bit of each stone maybe you know whatever was, I don't know what they would have done but maybe yeah. it was a specialized suit it, for something it was, and that was going to be the final battle they're all going to go to Thanos now and just whip ass I think that was kind of presented like it was going to be uh, Infinity War uh, Part 2 or whatever kind of have like a similar vibe going into yeah. it but then the enti- that entire aspect of it is just wiped clean in fi- the first 15 minutes Oh yeah, and well, but that was at least my theory, though. So um, that's what I'm with, getting into yeah, and yeah. everything too. Where like all these lyri- these theories like lead into like discussions like this, where like oh, it's going to be this, this, and this. But we'll go further into it that it just completely wipes it. But they do it in the best possible way too, which is we'll probably d- dig into those details too. Oh yeah. So let's go ahead and jump into the movie. Uh, very first thing we get, heart opening with Hawkeye and his kids. <laughs> oh, I knew what was going to happen as soon as oh, it started. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. sitting there, I was like, oh, why are they doing this? Because <laughs> <laughs> they got to fuck with you, that's why. So no, uh, that that part didn't really get me. I knew it was going to happen, and we already knew from the trailers that he turned into a Ronin later. You know, so, yeah. so yeah. whatever, I knew that was going to happen. Um, and then after that, what it was straight to Nebula and Tony. Uh, I thought that was a really cool exchange 
because of the the little um, the football yeah. flicking the football. I thought that was cool because if you think about Nebula's character, she was always taught to win. She was always extremely competitive. So something even down to learning how to play this game, she had to be competitive and she had to win. Right. And that's why she was kind of taken back when Tony extended his hand and was like, fair game. Nothing's ever been fair in my life. (laughs) Exactly. So I thought that was a really cool character moment. And and I bring that up specifically uh, because I was talking with someone and they had a gripe about Nebula. And and I'm bringing this part up so I can wrap it in later. So were were you guys ever worried that he was actually going to die on the ship? Or that they were were going to be stuck in some way? I thought... And I'm glad this didn't happen, but I thought it was going to be a much longer process of getting him of back, getting to Tony back. Yeah, but yeah. it was just as simple as let's send Captain Marvel. Yeah, she knows exactly where he's at. So, you know. well, you said you saw Captain Marvel, right? I did. So, the, no, I so, the, that so the end credit apparently was her showing up at the Avengers headquarters and was like, "Where's Fury? Yeah, where's Fury?" Okay, so I'm so I'm guessing at that point they were like, "Don't know, but Tony's in space. Go find him." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which yep. which led to what really felt like she was shoehorned in the movie. Now, I don't have anything against Captain Marvel. I like her. I like her character. She's really cool. She is a strong female. You've got a look on your face right now, <laughs> dude. Honestly, I loved Captain Marvel more than Endgame. Oh, it's so man. good. Really? Dude, it's, it's really good. Interesting. It's funny, so I really man. like the, the character. character. I like the moment that, that I kind of like Thor how, her Captain Marvel's like purpose was to be like, yeah, let's go fucking kill Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I got this. It's like, I'm fucking Captain Marvel. Let's go do this shit. I, I like we the do mo- this tonight. I really do like the moment that she and uh, Thor had. Yeah. I hope that becomes a thing. I, I fully support whatever little connection <laughs> is there. I'm like, yeah. I, I 100% <laughs> ship that. I loved Fat Thor. Get the fuck so out of here. Hold on, we're not there. You are. Uh, All right, look, I wasn't going to call you out on it earlier, but when I'm sharing my theory, you're already jumping into the first part of the movie. We're literally going through the movie, and you're jumping way farther ahead. Calm the fuck oh, I'm just down. Talk- oh, I'm, just can- I'm coming into this as a casual fan, man. I don't man. care. We're clearly doing a timeline here. I got you. I got you. I just wanted to make Mother- that known first. Motherfucker. Fat Thor is the best. Anyway, <laughs> so easy, Mikey. About fell out of his You're damn right? seat. <laughs> All in the pursuit of another fucking beer. <laughs> What'd you get? He about fell out of his chair. So then, what the beer was. Keyword is about did. <laughs> about did. About did. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I like I said. I like Captain Marvel's character. I like Brie Larson. It just felt like she was a little headstrong when she first came in. She was like, "Well, let's just get him. Let's just get him." You know, I, I don't know. That felt a little forced. Like, all right, well, why didn't you get them earlier then if you saw all this shit happen? She told you. She was busy. Yeah. She's got to save all their other planets yeah. in the well, universe. What, what's fucking different now? <laughs> the haircut. Oh, yeah. I know. You are jumping ahead of me. <laughs> I, did that, I did that on purpose. All right. That's the last time I'll do that. God damn. <laughs> so, I could not. So, uh... Do you think that Robert Downey Jr. went all fucking machinist and lost weight, or was that CGI? Uh, it looked pretty real. But I actually I that, wondered that myself. Yeah, good question. I think it's, it's CGI. Hard to tell, really. I think it's CGI because he gets CGI. back to his like regular. This fucking, is Robert like, Downey work. fucking Jr. I doubt he's gonna be like, 
uh yeah i'm gonna starve myself yeah, for, for 10 for, less than 10 minutes of film time yeah yeah, yeah. I, I doubt that he would do that no nah, he's got good. the budget to make all that look good too mm-hmm pull a cap which they do later in the movie <laughs> <laughs> they, do, they do it in all their goddamn movies <laughs> that's what disney does now they make you look young so they hop in their big old spaceship and they're like all right let's go kick ass because they figure out that thanos used the stones on some planet and they're like oh there he is let's go get him so they hop out like there 10 minutes into the movie yeah. yeah i wasn't expecting that me neither not even a little bit and so they get there and they fuck shit up was it weird to see i thought it was weird to see thanos wearing a shirt yeah, he's just like some like an fucking like t-shirt. He's like oh, just some yeah. dude that lives in the woods or some shit like that. Like he's Shrek. Like I wasn't <laughs> expecting him to be topless, but at the same time, not a t-shirt. I don't know what I was really imagining him to look like, but just it was odd to see him in a t-shirt. Thanos is just purple retired Shrek, just living in the swamp. Yeah, his basically. arms all fucked up. Yeah, yeah so they come in fucked up arm. Some weird fruit. Than, uh, Thor fucking comes in immediately is just like fuck your hand <laughs> say, fuck your hand fuck your face and you know what <laughs> well did did y'all feel like a, a little lump or like or like a uneasiness when Rocket rolled his hand over and all the stones were gone like a uh oh yeah kind of like a now what not even like a now what but like a they shouldn't have done that kind of uh oh um I, I almost really. got that feeling, like when he rolled it over, not and like there was, it was nothing a, there. It I was wasn't like, like oh. an uh oh. It was more like a what the fuck. Yeah. Well, see, there's a left turn, but a good left turn. But knowing how you know, they've never really stated you know no killing, but especially in a situation like that, I doubt they would you know really be out to kill kill him. They'd more or less try to get things fixed, make him see it got fixed. Yeah, that didn't seem like the, way the intention. It was going to be like oh you know let's go do justice, but then. Yeah, so it's like they go happens. in and do something like that so quickly and hastily without checking to see if it was actually there. Yeah. That's when it, that to me just felt like that immediate dark cloud of like, oh. It was like, oh, they they're going kinda, to fight. They fucked up. Stones are gone, and Thor just killed Thanos, the only person who could have known where the stones were if he was lying about them being destroyed. Yeah. Sweet. Do you think he actually destroyed them? I, I honestly think he I was think telling he the truth. Yeah. I think he was telling the truth and all that. <clears throat> yeah, so. And that was a shocker too. Yeah, first fifteen minutes, it's like, well, any thoughts I thought about was going to be, uh, any thoughts I had on any preconceived notion of what the movie was going to be about, just wiped clean by just yep. that. Yeah, I and was, then we get five year time lapse. Yeah, <laughs> which I was cool with. I was cool with until it was like Captain America leading what focus groups was like a yeah like an AA meeting PTSD type deal. meetings and <laughs> shit why, like why, that. Why'd that bug you? Why? Why? I don't know. It I can tell weird. you why. He's just like I've been seeing more whales out in the Hudson, and I'm just like, well, no, he killed half of all life, dude. So don't don't try to make a bright side out of this. Like, oh, the people are gone, but at least we got more whales. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I can actually explain that one to you. So. <laughs> Cap has always strived for the better good. He's always. No, I didn't. He. <laughs> I know this is going to get difficult here. Be that guy. Rogers, Steve Rogers. He always was the optimist. He always wanted to help. He yeah. always put people, other people first. You know, so that didn't feel like too much of a stretch for him to lead a support group. You know, he he himself needed that same sort of encouragement and build up when he was unfrozen. You know, it's the war veteran in him. True. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah, and especially yeah. being a war veteran, he knows the you know 
how much therapy like that does help. And if and in a world gripes, where he's that's not one really, of the smaller, yeah, so. yeah. But and and to maybe Much smaller and and I don't know. I'll explain why I kind of really paid attention to all those little aspects very close closely. But um, and even your comment like with the whales thing, I don't know. I I really dug that comment because it's like, but it was true. If you think about it, whales, are one of the most you know are one of the most endangered species, especially with you know some of the hunting. So with him going, I saw more whales. That means that they're actually mating. It's been five fucking years. True. Within five years, you would see that. So that's an important that that is him genuinely looking on the bright side well, of really, things. Really, whales not only to reproduce every two to three years. Is that right? Yeah. I'm sitting there going like, I do not remember any of these parts. But it's five well. years later. <laughs> well, you see, here's the thing, Cap. After we watched the movie, we went and watched other people talk about the movie. And, and then I listened to even fair. more theories about the movie we just watched. That's fair. I don't do that. Yeah, you're not a good... Uh, I'm not cool like that. You're not in the nerdsmanship. And that's also why I did not want to do this last week. <laughs> with just the two of us, because I knew this would happen. <laughs> I'm just having fun. <laughs> So, uh, just like, I got high, I got some popcorn, I sat there and watched the movie. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, y'all are saying it like it's a bad thing. <laughs> exactly. I had a recliner at the theater I went to. Oh, it's nice. So, uh, Black Widow leading a task force still with everything. Yeah. Thought that was still pretty cool. I, I find it funny that. I might as well just go ahead and bring this up. I find it funny how just fucking connected she is to Hawkeye. That was the weird part of the movie because they never really tried to. Yeah, they they kind of like hint at it. Do in that all the before. movies, but they never blatantly say what it was all about. Either. Always, it was always more like a rivalry than a what they tried to turn it into. You know. Well, they were partners, like, you know, co-worker partners, you know, for a yeah. while. And I don't know. There was always the rivalry, but even back in Civil War, they were having playful, like, I have to beat you up because we're on opposite sides, but, I mean, I don't want to do that, you know, kind of thing. Right. I don't know. It always felt like that was there, but it's like, so they were one like, minute, Black Widow's after Hawkeye, and then she's after Bruce Banner, and then some of the times it feels like she wants to jump on Steve's bone, Captain America. So it's like... Mm-hmm. Who does she really want to be with? I don't know. Not man. to mention, fucking Hawkeye's married <laughs> and had three kids. See, Nat's <laughs> just gonna do Nat, man. Whatever, man. <laughs> All right, so yeah, she's running that task force, Captain Marvel. Um, who else is on it? Uh, Rocket. Um, Smart Hulk. No, he no. wasn't. Uh, but Shuri, no, not Shuri. Uh, the the chick from The Walking Dead, the bald haired, chi- bald headed chick in Black Panther. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, she was in it and War Machine. That's right. That was cool. That was yeah, like that, all right, that was cool. There's and, still and, some Guardians of the Galaxy. Or, <laughs> no, yeah, I won't pull a cap. Them. A, cu- a, cu- a couple of them. Yeah, and um, it, a fun little reference though. When Captain Marvel looked over to War Machine and was like, you know, careful out there, that's a little hint toward they actually do connect in the uh, comics. They got together in the comics. Oh. So that that might be the little start of something. Oh. War Machine. (laughs) All right. (laughs) 
and then we finally get to see Hawkeye kicking go, ass for the first time. I can't wait to go watch that movie again with oh, that fucking context up those Asian dudes. Yeah, yeah that was a cool little moment. Right? And they made it seem like he was a bad guy, but I was looking at it like, well, he seems like he's killing mobsters, right? kind of like gangsters. So he's like, why is he the, all like, remorseful really about it? Like, it's like going to take down the Yakuza or something like yeah, that, right? Yeah, yeah, no, that's all what he was doing is good. And then he wanted to be all like, turn around. Don't look at me when I'm doing this. Don't give I'm me hope. A, I wish I couldn't bring it to you sooner. I'm not a hero. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been a good person. <laughs> yeah, we did just kind of get Batman for a minute. <laughs> Nobody will ever understand. Except you, Natasha. Uh, so... The, and at that point, what they clipped to Ant Man? Is that about the right that, timeline? Yeah, and <sighs> they talk about the rat and all that shit. That was dumb. oh wait, yeah, that was actually a little earlier because that happened with uh, Captain Natasha because yeah. he comes in rambling about all that. So well, that yeah, actually happened a little earlier. No, it was after. It was after. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was after that. Somehow the van is in some storage unit, and then a rat just happens to climb over, I guess, the power button, and yeah. oh no, here comes Ant Man. Mm-hmm. out of the quantum now why realm. Do you, now, why do you say that so sarcastically? Because it's just so... I feel like a lot of things in this movie were just, uh, oh, what a coincidence. Look right. Look at that. Interesting. And, right? and guess what? It's a comic book movie. I know. So many things happen just because. But damn it. Why? Do you, can, I want can you this not movie literally, Can you literally not see the comic panel yes. of the van sitting there, <laughs> the rat running across it, then the little <laughs> zoom in of his little paw hitting just the right button? <laughs> I want Do this. you not see that comic book panel? You're right. I want this right. movie full of aliens and talking raccoons to and be set in the be, real world. To be a little bit more logical, man. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah okay you're right you're right you're right so yeah a rat fucking hits the right button in a comic book movie with a talking raccoon and tree (laughs) and then a guy leaps out of a fucking van that's been in a quantum realm for the past five years and guess what the girl or uh, the fucking asian dude from community doesn't give two shits and just lets him right out yeah comic book movie dude i forgot he was in that that was a fun little cameo yeah so then he shows up at uh, avengers tower and is all like losing his shit and then they go talk to who banner first yeah they talk to joe rogan hulk yeah (laughs) (laughs) professor hulk now when it first happened like for maybe the first two minutes i'm sitting here going this is so wrong. I don't like this. Oh, no. I don't like this. It's not supposed to be friendly, and then, Hulk. And then after the exchange with the kids, I was like, okay, I like this. I'm okay with this now. <laughs> he got some, he got it some was, like... It was like, Mark Ruffalo's it's, it's, voice. It's yeah. Steve and, and Black Widow. The kids were just like, oh, cool. <laughs> he got some of that uh, Gamma Ray uh, CBD oil and is just like chill as fuck now. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, I didn't hate Professor Hulk, but I do wish they would have given him some uh, some action time. He didn't want action time. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> he still should have gotten he, some. He kind of sort of did, but uh, that's further on down a thing, and I don't want to make Alex mad. <laughs> no, I don't think he did. Not no. once. Not once in the movie did we fought, uh, Colonel Hulk. He didn't like fight anybody, but he like said, "Okay." He kind of had a moment where it's like, "All right, don't I don't want to fight you, but and then we'll get to that when we get to that." <laughs> Alex is like, "Give me looks." It's like <laughs> I had to, I had to uh, prep Mikey for cats. it. You don't have to prep this fucker for anything. <laughs> what are you 
prepping him for. I'm helping you he out, man. He saw the movie and remembered more of it than you did. Boing. Apparently not, because I have to tell him about stuff that we're going to talk about. <laughs> oh, Jesus right, Christ. If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I thought that exchange was funny. And then they go run and talk to Tony. No, actually, they talked to Tony first. That's what it was. Yeah, they talked to him, and they show that he's got a kid named Morgan. And you saw the first little glimpse of the rescue armor. No, no, no. Well, yeah, right, it was that because they well, said... Yeah, yeah, but the important part is Ant-Man is talking about the possibility of time travel. So right. that's why they're talking to Hulk in the first place. Well, Tony then, first. Did they talk to Tony first? Yeah, because after, oh, okay. he's, after he's... Long story short, he said no, and then they walk yeah. out to the car, and they were like, we still need a bigger brain to do this. I like that narrative, too, where he's just got, like, uh, all of the things to lose now. Yeah. As, as, that's right. As of before, where it's like he had nothing left uh, to lose after finding out what uh, the arms industry deal really is. Yep. Yeah. He's got... He's got Pepper. He's got a kid now, and she loves him. Three thousand. Oh, <laughs> I know. That was cute. <laughs> Three thousand. Wow. <laughs> you you were somewhere in the six seven hundred range. <laughs> <laughs> I thought all his dialogue was really good. Yeah. I thought I thought he had some really good moments in that. <clears throat> and uh, yeah. So then, and I also didn't feel like I had to say that he was talking time travel because we already kind of mentioned that earlier in the show. But yeah. So. I kind of just randomly figured it out, too. Yeah, that's basically what happened after they talked to Banner, right? Yeah, they go to Banner. Uh, they do some tests on... Who was it? Was it Ant-Man or um, Captain America? They did a test on... But um, essentially, it was just like it was they, sent, they sent time through him yeah, instead of sending him through time. Yeah, because he came back as the baby, time. and then he came back yeah, as the yeah. old man. Mm-hmm. And, and then it cuts to uh, um, Tony, and he's with Pepper, and then she's like, I love you 3,000, or uh, his daughter, and she says, I love you 3,000. He's like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. And then he's uh, talking to Pepper, and he's just like, so, how about blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, da, da, da. And he goes, I figured it out. She goes, what yeah. do you mean? He goes, time travel. I figured it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah it just yeah, comes yeah. out and just looks like no like uh, explanation about it. He just says, huh. Yeah, okay. and then he shows up to where they were running well, the because, test. Well, you, you saw him working on it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but like, like for like two seconds, he's just kind of like, oh, there it is. He's just like, try like, this just, shape. Just like well, that. Well, it, well it, came from, it came from their conversation because Scott Lang was explaining how they could basically reverse engineer the quantum realm thing that he had to turn it into a time machine, which, yeah. you know, they started j- laughing at him and everything, and Tony was explaining to him why certain things wouldn't work a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then that is what got his mind going going and due to his character arc and everything he's been doing ever since age of Ultron has been a constant paranoia and fear. And he knows that these people are not going to stop just because he said no. Right. So that kind of set his brain into overwork mode where he had to figure it out or he wasn't going to be content. Mm-hmm. Even though he has all the things in the world to be content with at this point. Yeah. Which even led him just basically saying, you know, where's I can just put it in a lockbox, throw it at the bottom of the river. Yep. You know, was, yep. and then, you know, she was like, but are you actually going to be able to rest? He was like, oh, yeah. And he said, just go to sleep. And she's like, yeah, but are you actually going to be able to rest? You know, so that that kind of just said, you know, he had a greater thing on his mind and he had to figure it it's out. It's like, you can go so be the a superhero, honey. <laughs> Thanks, Goopykins. <laughs> Shows up at uh, the Stark Tower. I mean, Avengers Tower. I like the exchange he had with Cap. He's like, did you miss me? Why the long face? <laughs> I forgot about that. Shows in, gives them these nifty little bracelets, and then yeah, Hulk's this, passing out tacos. 
That I love that. I love that moment. I thought like that. That got a big smile on my face when he all he, like he just kept getting fucked up and then his taco getting messed up and then Hulk just looks down at him, smiles, gives him he two. I was like, oh, that's sweet. I like that. Smart Hulk is just chill as fuck. Fuck Hulk. And I thought I thought the boardroom scene where they were trying to figure like after they do the test and figure out it works after they send Hawkeye back in time and about fucks everything up for himself but still brings back a um a uh Are you talking baseball about baseball glove. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because he goes to his yeah, because yeah, because after Stark passes out the bracelets, he's like, "All right, give it a test. Throw me back whenever." Sees that. That would have been, actually been something interesting like if they had played it on earlier in the movie where the kids couldn't find the glove. That would have been interesting. Instead of it mm. being just him training mm-hmm. his daughter about you know archery, if there was a moment of the son going, where's my baseball glove? You, know, you would have thought that was just random kid dialogue in the background. Right, right. And then him showing up with the glove later on in the movie. It's like, ah! There it is. <laughs> and just fucks up that kid's space time continuum. <laughs> it creates doesn't work one, like that. Creates only one alternate timeline <laughs> where the glove is missing. <laughs> and Hawkeye is Iron Man. <clears throat> well, no, because that, that's the next big part they yeah, so reveal. That, is just like, well, time travel doesn't work how you think it works. Right. Yeah. So let's go ahead and go into that. So... The w- people have kind of been arguing back and forth on it, but watching enough videos and listening to the Russo brothers explain it again, you know, just in their own words. They explained it. I feel like they explained <laughs> it in the movie pretty well. You just got to really like attention. think about it. Yeah. And it's really super simple. And but they just, you try to overcomplicate it. But they even tell you like, no, it doesn't work like that. It's, it's just like this. Back like to the back future is like bullshit. So like, yeah. back to the, like back to the future. That's silly. It's like they told like, they brought up every uh, time travel movie reference, hot and they're like, "No, that's machine. stupid." Hot yeah, t- yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, they're like, "Hot tub time like, No, all those movies are stupid. What it really is. <laughs> Let's get sidetracked for a minute because I've thought this on a few times. Does it become problematic when Peter Parker references Star Wars when they and then when they go down that big list of like Back to the Future and um, you know Hot Tub Time Machine? Does that become problematic because somewhere down the line? One of those people would have been in that movie. I'm sitting there going... There's going to be a movie they reference one day that there's a prominent MCU character that's in that movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, they're just going to be like... Super, the actor. Somebody's going to get careless about it. And I'm just sitting here going, I was like, does that become problematic when their pop culture is the same as our pop culture? If it becomes dated, probably. Maybe not, because... Um, Ryan Reynolds rips on himself as Deadpool for being Green Lantern. Yeah. In yeah. both movies. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh, I guess with that sort of mentality. Good job. All right. <clears throat> yeah, that was actually just one small thing. I, it caught me off guard on that one. So, yeah, so when you go to the quote-unquote past, essentially you're just continuing your own your future. Own future yep. Creating a branching or alternate timeline in which your actions do affect the future. It does. Yeah. Because there's there's an important thing that happens at the end of the movie that there's some clarification that happened. So whatever happens in that branching timeline will alter that future. Period. It will not alter the future that you just left if you left other people behind. Those other people will continue with their future because you leaving was already part of it. Right. It's just one of different realities. Like parallel universes kind of deals. Kind of, yes. There's this one out of 14,000. 
it's more or less hopping dimensions than it really is time. It's a yeah. little of both. You're hopping a dimension, and in the process of hopping the dimension, you get to pick where in time you hop to. And is this, was this like a thing in the comic books too? No. And that's why I liked this movie. And I guess I'll go ahead and also kind of trail off some. There was a few people I was talking to at work before the movie came out. <clears throat> and, and actually, one person on my Facebook was even like, uh, oh, well, there's no spoilers if you know the comic books. I was like, no. <laughs> Cliff. <laughs> I saw you. <laughs> All right, Mike, you'll call you out. <laughs> but I'm sitting here going, I'm like, no. He's they... so cool, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah he's awesome. Shit. <laughs> but it, he, he doesn't get that the MCU has created their own universe. They've created their own narrative and their own story and their own timeline. You know, they may use the comic books as a basis, as a right. reference, but they're creating their own individual and new story. And they'll make references with like a Civil War. That was an ongoing thing in comics based on like what little knowledge I have of it. But I know that was a thing. And it was it, a much larger and much it was a more major expensive thing. It was a major part of it, too. Right. Yeah. And they reworked it to make it just passing a bill. It was a government movie. You yep. know, Civil War was a legit war. There were two sides, like at the a climax of Civil War. There were two sides at war, and there were just hundreds of people on both sides, not fucking ten, you know? And the fact that they made this narrative as consistent as it has been with 22 movies leading up to this. Oh, yeah. So, I, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that aspect. So, no, so that's the way time travel works. So, then they, they're basically figuring out, okay, where do we jump in time? Because we've only got a certain amount of pin particles to make this shit work. Yeah, I thought that little like, thing was kind of cool. Where they're all yeah, sitting here, kind of added that. Um, uh, what's the word? Like a little sense of urgency. Too. Urgency. There you go. Mm-hmm. Sorry, especially when Ant Man's just like, that. "Well, I only have one left." Because they only had a limited amount of pin particles, mm-hmm. a round trip per person, essentially. Right. So you fuck it up, you fuck it up. We yep. don't know what we're doing after this. And I think that's what was good about the movie too, is because so early they fucked you up and was like, nope, Thanos is gone and there's no stones. Yep. Everything right. you, like, regardless Everything you of thought what you was th- going to happen isn't going to happen. Regardless of what your theory was, the two things you thought were going to be a part of it and be the linchpin of the movie aren't there, you yep. know? So I'm sitting here, and that's what kind of created a cool urgency because you're going, fuck. That was the weird. All right, yeah. so all right, let's let's jump back a little bit. So okay. they get to time travel. Uh huh. But instead of all right, well, let's just go back and kick Thanos's ass before he gets the stones. It's no, we got to go back and get the stones so we can bring him to the future and then undo this. I right. thought that was a little weird, but well, well it's, it's because it's, the way time travel works. So just because you jump in the past, it doesn't change what's currently yeah, yeah. happened. And again, so true. they have so you to need go, the stones to uh-huh. undo it. And it always okay. and it that'll change reality. Right. Yeah. Interesting. And it only starts off that way, but we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. So everyone kind of finds their little segments to get run off to. Uh Tony Well hold on. Oh, yeah, we skipped Fat Thor. We sure did. Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> That's how forgettable he was to yeah, me. Fine. We, we'll get we got, there. We got, we got Joe Rogan, Hulk, and Fat Thor. All right. Or Big Lebowski Thor. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, so Right as they're trying to, uh, right All before right, the board. I didn't watch. I only saw the first Thor movie. When was Asgard destroyed? Uh, that, was this, that was that okay. was. That is what Ragnarok is. So in okay. the intro of Ragnarok, uh, he's met with this fucking fire demon looking guy, uh-huh. and the destruction of Asgard in history is called Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. So basically, the movie was him trying to prevent that from happening. 
he does, but then decides to let it happen anyway because it actually works out better in their favor with yeah. everything happening. Okay. I forgot about that. I really want to watch Ragnarok again. It's on Netflix. Cool. <clears throat> watch it before Disney Plus swipes it up. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, so Asgard was destroyed right at the end of Ragnarok. Spoilers! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Three years later. Yeah, so they're assembling the team, and they run off to go find Thor at New Asgard. And the only low point in the movie for me. You didn't like this it? This was the only low point. I hated Fat Thor. I hated it. I liked Fat Thor, and then it got old real quick. I think Chris Hemsworth is legit funny, though. His comedic timing is pretty good. But it was a little too much. The, it this was always a little much in all the movies anyway. But it, it made me laugh as soon as it happened. As soon as I saw it, I mm -hmm. laughed. I, uh, here's the funny thing. Because um, naturally, going to see it the third day it was out, the theater was still fucking packed. Well, I saw it Thursday night. Okay, yeah. So it was fucking packed. And even before you saw Fat uh, fat Thor, there was a lady in the fat crowd that Thor. went, oh God, he got fat. And then she was on the screen and everyone was just like, oh shit, he got fat. Oh, actually, if we want to tell funny the uh, theater things, not many not many people like acted up, but for some reason, okay, this is a 10 o'clock showing we're seeing, I think. Someone brought kids? A child, a young child. Uh, like Thankfully, a crying baby. but check this shit out. It was during the. It happened early. It was during the Hawkeye shit. Okay. It wasn't crying, but it was making just that fussy baby noise, just that. Yeah. 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 that kind right, of thing? Just like trying to say something. And one person, not aggressively, but loud enough for her to hear, said, "Someone needs to shut that baby up." Oh shit! <laughs> Damn. And about ten seconds later, you saw her walk down the aisle with it. And there wasn't any more disturbances. <laughs> Damn. But I thought that was funny. Just one person, kind of, kind of loudly, but non-threatening, was just like, "Someone needs to do something about that kid." Somebody shut that baby up. Whoa, calm down, sir. <laughs> Nah, that I feel like everybody me. would agree to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, that was our only problem. So, it, it made me laugh as soon as I saw it, but the longer it was there, the longer I was like, uh, like, even before they moved away from the scene, even when they were still in the house. And the reason it bugged me, and I guess we can kind of jump forward a little bit, because it's even connected to something his mom was telling him. Because I didn't like that right. scene either, either. You didn't like the mom scene? I didn't like the mom scene. Oh, Because of what she was telling him. Everything that was being fed to Thor in that movie was wrong. He is a god. That's what he's supposed to be. Oh, that yeah. is what he is. So that little pep talk from mom that eventually led him to hand over the keys to the kingdom, the Valkyrie, is a complete character dismemberment of who and what he is. He's over a thousand years old. He's supposed to be the god of thunder. He is a god. And mom's like, you can totally go be a space bum, son. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Because I forget exactly what she said, but it was something like everyone fails at being what they try to be. You can only be good at who you are. <laughs> yeah. He is literally a god. It's like, th it's like Thor, honey, that you should just go be a what fat... he is. You just go be a fat homeless person Do that they just even, they drinks even white Russians. They even call in the movie. I think Iron Man does He it. does, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's the that's the main reason it. <laughs> it upset me. Uh, I I don't I don't care as much about the fatness because sure true Norse mythology you know blah 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 they were fat too blah, 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 but it just I don't know it just if you're that old and you and you're still chiseled 
letting yourself go to waste like that in five years? Five years? He's drinking barrels of beer, man. He's a god. He gets drunk by the barrel. Oh no! That 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 to me just felt like too much of a departure of who he was. But he was the one that that killed Thanos too. He's the one that did it and just said, "Yeah, I fucking yeah, did a it." A god that has PTSD. <laughs> you know that that just didn't sit with me. Yeah. I would understand that from Star Lord. I would accept that from Tony. I would accept that. I would accept that from fucking Captain America, the most optimistic fucker in the whole movie. I would accept that from him it's before Disney. I accepted it from fucking Thor. It's Disney. You got to humanize everybody. I know. I Incl- know. Including the gods and the devils. Including the god of thunder. <laughs> I don't know, but that's literally my only down part in the movie. That's the only little part in that I did not care for. So yeah, cool. Why did you like it though? Did you say? Oh yeah, no, yeah, you. No, you I were said I liked it at first, yeah. and then it got, then it got old. old for you. I was expecting to be like, oh, Thor got fat, and then at least the can... next the next scene you see Thor was like, oh, I got my shit together real quick because we're about to do <laughs> my some hair's shit. All, my hair's all braided. But yeah, no, I it's been just cool like, oh, that. we threw a good plan together, and then Thor shows up drunk, and it's just like, what the? What are you doing? Stop it! <laughs> Stop! <laughs> This is your done face. It's like stop. Yeah. See, so, yeah. So I think I think at this point now we can go into the time heist. I think we've kind of set time it up heist. well enough. Time oh, heist. that was a cool name for it. I did too. I, I thought it, even though they're making not fun a movie of it already. Hmm? Is that not a movie or something already? I don't think so. Time heist. <laughs> so Cap, Tony, uh, Ant Man, and wasn't there one other oh. person? Hulk? Hulk? Yeah, they went back to um, yeah, yeah, Hulk. yeah. They, they went back to New York 2014. The original Avengers. They went to yes. the yeah the fir- they went to the first Avengers movie. Yep. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> the best way to explain it. They went back to the first Avengers. <laughs> yeah, and then Rocket and uh, Thor went back to Dark World movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then um, War Black Machine Widow and yeah, they went to Guardians of the Galaxy Part One. Yeah, War Machine and um, Nebula. Uh, did. Nebula, yeah. And then Hawkeye and Black Widow. They go to... Uh, I guess Infinity War. Infinity War, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, no, no, they just go to the planet because yeah, the yeah, planet's just there. Yeah. Yeah, so they just go to that planet. And I think there was one more. See, I watched these movies. <laughs> <laughs> See, I remember a main plot of the movie. <laughs> no, I think that was it. Yeah, yeah. Because the way they it. worked it out, there was only three teams and certain stones were together at the same yep, time. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Cool. So... Let's go ahead and focus on the first one, which was New York. I think that was my favorite one of the time heists. Uh, yeah, me too. Especially when Captain America's fighting himself. Dude. That was, he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I can do he's this like all day, buddy. Annoyed. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> he's just super annoyed with himself. Did you find it interesting that young Cap was able to beat 10 years in the future Cap? He didn't beat him. He did. He submissed him at first. He yeah. was. He didn't beat him until he was able to grab the um, the uh, scepter, the scepter, scepter, yeah. and then complimented his ass. Yeah. <laughs> so technically, young ass. Cap would have beat old Cap's ass. It makes sense. He's younger. He's more. I just found that agile. I can't wait to fight stronger. old Cap and just kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> You think that's going to happen? I'm fighting it every day. <laughs> You're like, well, fuck, come here, bro, fucking day. And you're like, God damn it. <laughs> I exactly. fucking know, man. I, I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> it's a stupid hair. It's like, here we go. <laughs> so, I thought all that was really funny. Um, 
I like the moment where Hulk was like, you know, trying to smash shit, and he was oh, like yeah. very disenchanted oh. with it. Oh. Like, oh yeah, I do this. Hulk oh, smash. It's a bit gratuitous, I guess. Oh, no, this car. A, oh, fuck shit. this car. Hey, fuck this building. Hey. <laughs> I did like that we got to see a little more of um the Hulk from that timeline though, uh-huh. and they gave him a little bit of character. We're just like so many stairs. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, dude, why don't you just jump out of the fucking window? Like, the building's already been fucked up a little bit. Well, like, because if he jumped out of the building, okay. uh, the uh, Iron Man wouldn't have gotten hit by the door, and the um, case wouldn't have gone flying. Uh, whatever, That's why. <laughs> yeah, when the case goes flying, and then uh, Loki disappears into his miniseries that he's going to be a part of on Disney. Because they left that open-ended as fuck. Yeah. yeah, that's the only plot. That's the only hole they really left open. Because people are trying to claim a lot of holes in the movie, but they wrapped it up pretty well. That's the only hole, but I do believe that leads into his own movie with his own time travel, interdimension shit. Tom right. Hiddleston is legit funny too. Oh yeah, no, I, thought, <laughs> I, I thought he was. He's a great Loki. For sure. Yeah. I'm really glad that, that they're not done with this character yet. They, they've used it very sparingly within the last few years, which just makes the series. And he's like the one guy welcome. that you would always take away from any of the Thor movies. It's like, oh, it's like, I don't remember this, I don't remember this, but th- but Loki was good. Oh yeah. <laughs> so they fuck that up. One of the uh, one of the stones gets away because they've got the Mind Stone and the Scepter, and then the Tesseract has the Power Stone. Yeah. So. I found it fun. I found it interesting that they were able to go back further without the main machine. Because think That's about right, because they go back. Because at that point, they jump oh, yeah, to the 70s. Like, oh, shit, yeah, we they fucked go, up. They, and they then they go to, back uh, to Howard uh, Stark times. Yeah, I got to pee. <laughs> pee break. <laughs> pee break. We're going to keep... I'm going to keep talking on That's that. Fine. No, they go back to Howard Stark times, and uh, I like... I like that one a lot, too. All the family stuff kind of made me go, oh. <laughs> It really did. Not and for me. It was a thing of um, I, I just I thought it was an interesting wrinkle that they didn't need the main machine for them to jump back further in time. That they were able to do it just on the uh, wristwatch. Okay, I could remember what it was exactly when we were uh, bringing it up, but that makes sense. Yeah, because at that point, you know, they've got this. Uh, they've got the scepter, but they don't have the power stone, and they keep that not was, talking to Ant Man, even though he's like, "What's going on? What's going on?" Was, because they're thinking about jumping back further in time to get the tesseract and the pin particles because both Tony Stark and um, the original Ant-Man worked at the same facility that Captain America was at. And this is part of that one 800 millionth of a chance that Doctor Strange said in the other movie. And yeah, it's just got to be like just super hard for everybody. It's just like, yeah, it's because... And it pays off at the end, but... <laughs> so... But it literally is like every little tiny little step leading up to it. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was cool jumping back. The only part that maybe bugged me on that one that was just like, maybe just the there wasn't as much paranoia as there is, you know, today when it comes to political stuff, which is his dad didn't question this dude that he's never met before near the same little thing that the Tesseract was in. Yeah, you're going to allow this stranger around. Yeah. There's highly it, classified evidence that should... That's going to be uh, monitored by the CIA or some shit. Yeah, right? On this government facility. And and, and the guy's just near the fucking This is shit the president cube. doesn't know about. Yeah, and, and this guy's like right next to it. And you're not going to question the guy? And you're going to just be like, oh, don't forget your suitcase in case you fucking stole something oh, with mean, it. Yeah, what was his title? It's like, I'm an inspector or whatever. Oh, I'm with MT or something like that. Yeah. Oh, it was like, well, MIT. Right, well, right this way, sir. Yeah, no. <laughs> 
I thought that was cool, though, that uh, he was was, There was was a Howard Stark moment. Yeah, that that there was a Howard Stark moment, because we got to see a little bit of that in, I think, what, Civil War? Civil War, and I think, was part three Howard Stark-oriented? Iron Man? I I don't remember Iron Man 3 much at all. It has one of those deals where it's like, we gotta go rewatch all these movies. It it was definitely Civil War, because he was uh, showing off that presentation being all like... um, uh, oh, this is what we can do with technology because he put himself yeah. in you know olden times. So that's right. For them I, to get to share an actual moment was really cool. The name he gave Howard Potts yeah. <laughs> was good. <laughs> and um, and the one extra moment in that I really liked was the Jarvis moment. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I dude, I geeked out over that so hard. I know. Man. I thought that I was so cool. I started cracking up. And my girlfriend was like, "What are you laughing at?" I was like, "His Butler's name is Jarvis. That's Tony Tark's AI. Like, right? that's fucking hilarious." And that's why Tony knew that name, and yeah. he wanted his own assistant, and he wanted to yeah, be named I Jarvis. That was awesome. It still pans out for your future. Yeah. So I thought that was really, really nice. So they, so they so happen to get the pen particles and the fucking uh tesseract while they're there cap has a little moment of looking through the window staring at peggy which on the second viewing first viewing i'm sitting here going because i've always had a soft spot for their subplot mm-hmm. i'm sitting here of course just going first time around second time around no one is coming going how did she not see him right <laughs> he was like fucking like right up his nose was like it's right like, up against that fucking he's just window like breathing on the fucking window and it's like it's not like it's hidden or anything like that she was focused it's a comic book movie they were <laughs> she had important plans to go over do she you was not busy. see the comic book strip of cap standing there in the window <laughs> human behavior needs to be very realistic <laughs> especially with flirtation uh, and then they succeed. Uh, all right. And then after that, let's go ahead and go to who oh, should we go Hulk to next? Asked the the lady for the stone. She's oh, like, yeah. I'm not going to give you the stone. That's the one part I was leading up to with. Like, the, sorry, let's go into that now. Yeah, that was the one part I was leading up to with the, the Hulk's kind of combat scene, where he's just like, I don't want to hurt you, but then he's like, Oh shit! And Mark Ruffalo flies out of him. That's not an action scene, though. There's a lot of de- graphic design on it. Yeah, we're like totally correct. Swing. Yeah, but we didn't see any Hulk smash. Yeah, that's what that's what Mikey's talking about. Like action scene. Like yeah, if you're talking about if you're talking about an Iron Man action scene, you're talking about him kicking and whipping ass. You know, if, you're, if you say, say a Thor, if you, if you say a Hulk action scene, you want Hulk smash. Well, that's why I led into it saying a kind of action scene <laughs> where he was going to, but then gets his ass kicked. But on your note, I thought that was a really cool scene. How she basically fucked him. It was oh, just, yeah. just like out of there and then like Bruce Banner's like I'm Mark Ruffalo what the fuck (laughs) and did anyone else get the feeling like the Supreme Sorcerer was thinking that uh, Doctor Strange fucked up for a second because even on the second viewing that's what it felt like because when he went um, yeah, well, I got that. Oh yeah, well, Strange like, he's fucked up, but he has to be right. So yeah, you go. Yeah, like, so he fucked up, but he doesn't yeah, because, fuck up because she goes. He's supposed so to be the she, best of us. Well, he she says yeah. that afterward. The first thing she goes is, so he willingly gave away a stone, and he goes, yes. He she and then she was like. Oh, because she was like, she's like, I can't sh- give you the time stone. He's like, well, then why did Doctor Strange give it to Thanos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said something along the lines of, um, 
And how many times did y'all watch I can't it? Remember it twice? You watched it twice already? Okay, I've only seen it the one time. What about you, Mikey? I only seen it once. Okay. Yeah, I forget exactly what she said. But it was something moral of the law on the line. But yeah, she was still just he like he fucked up. He wasn't supposed to do that. It's yeah. like, but if this is what it is, and it trust, is what it, it is. It was something like I, I trusted, trusted him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what it was. It's something like, oh, I trusted He's him. He's like, I'm here for Doctor Strange. She's like, you're five years too early. <laughs> I thought yeah. that that was cool. <laughs> so eventually, he gets the stone from her, basically being like, you know, explaining the time travel that we did earlier, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, he fucks off. Pretty much. Yeah. It was, uh, it was easy. War Machine, yeah. Nebula, Black Widow, and Hawkeye hop in a ship. And they all drop off on the on Guardians of the Galaxy 1. And then through that, Black Widow and Hawkeye fuck off in a separate into, ship. Then they go into light speed. Yeah, because and- <laughs> Nebula sets them up. Basically, like, you know, it'll, it'll take them straight to that planet. All they got to do so is we'll not fall out a, of the tunnel. Use mm-hmm. the Star Wars logic to get them where they're going. Yeah. Light speed. Ludicrous <laughs> speed. Mm-hmm. So, um, easy easy exchange Mayhew. on Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Um, I liked how they extended that and had it to where it was, like, outside of his headphones. You remember that? That's right. I don't remember that scene. So, in Guardians 1, it shows Star Wars. You hadn't seen Guardians? Uh-uh. Okay, so, so That's the first, my favorite one. So, the first scene in Guardians 1 is Pratt, uh, Star Lord, yeah. hopping off his ship. He's just rocking out to just, 70s yeah, dad rock. Come and get your love. <laughs> he's he's dancing through the planet, singing that song and dancing and everything because he's about to get what you saw later in the movie that rock that held the purple stone. Mm-hmm. Right. He's supposed to be just getting that on a mission. So he's he's just skipping through the planet like you see in Endgame singing that song. Well, in Endgame, it pops into the back and you just hear him going, Come get you. The. <laughs> then there's like, he's just an idiot, isn't he? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Knock his ass out, steal his bag. They grab the, th- uh, the rock because Nebula's got robot hand. And at that point, that's when shit fucks up. Yeah, because Thanos finds out about oh, it. And past Nebula is yeah. somehow linked to future Nebula. Yeah, somehow they like their brains connected and yeah. they're revealed so be- everything. So because you saw you d- because you said you didn't see the first Guardians, maybe patch up a little bit on that. So <clears throat> one of the dialogue that Nebula and War Machine shared right before getting the stone was. Um, there's a lot of things we have to worry about here, this, that, and the other. He's the least of it. Uh, other people are looking for the stones, too. He goes, who else is looking for it? He goes, Thanos, me, and my sister. And he was like, well, where are you right now? And it shows the two of them battling. And Thanos basically going, you know, we've got to find stones. Or Loki's found a stone or something like that. You know, whatever it is. <clears throat> and then that nebula gets a headache. And, and then it projects the... Yeah. Uh-huh. Does the R two D two help us, Obi Wan Kenobi? Exactly, <laughs> another Star Wars rip. So what happened on that is when she and Gamora would battle, every time she would lose, Thanos would literally like take a piece of her and rebuild it with machine. He's like, God damn it, and upgrade. Yeah, that's literally what it was. Yeah. it was. I'm going five. to continue to upgrade you and replace you with parts until you were stronger. And the Nebula Five, which is aw- everyone loves, a cyborg slash android man. <laughs> so much fun. There's so she much you can like do with only, those characters. Was she like the only cyborg or machine person in this entire series? Kind of. Yeah. Huh. So so. To explain the time travel thing even more, so because you're just creating a further future of yourself, and because she's all part machine, she reads in databases, she reads like a external memory on a computer, Mm -hmm. she's now receiving new information to her past self. 
because it's all she's the there. same. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So that's how she's receiving all that information. And that's when, like, literally, that's the first time the audience made a noise. People gasped when that happened. There was an audible, like, oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, no. They're going to find them out. <laughs> that's, what the ro- that's what the robots at the Amazon warehouses are doing right now. Right. <laughs> so uh, at that point, Thanos finds out he dies, finds out that... He's just like, oh, shit, I get killed by fucking Thor. Fuck that. He wasn't mad, though, because he realized he won. Yeah, but he's still like, this is fucking crazy. I gotta, I gotta wipe all these bitches out now. It's like I was gonna wipe out half, but yeah, no. now I gotta get all these fuckers. <laughs> so thanks they're to Nebula extra being out of control. So thanks to Nebula being mainly a machine, he's able to figure out where they are and where they're going, and they kidnap the future Nebula, bring her back, torture her, and the past Nebula steals that fucking gold plate off her head and slips in incognito and is part of the group now. So, at that point, I feel like that wraps up everyone's time. Oh, yeah, and then Thor. Uh, Thor and Rocket's journey to go back to Dark World, which, fun fact, Natalie Portman did not show up for I was wondering. I was wondering about that, because the only shot of Natalie Portman is just her getting up and walking away. That was an extended-slash-deleted scene from Dark World. But she still got credited because she was in the movie but she didn't show up for any filming and she was at the red carpet premiere and she probably got they like, pulled archive footage and put rocket in it and did she get her uh fucking quote for for uh huh for that mean, appearance like did she get her full I paycheck know. i don't know i have no idea why didn't she show up she just didn't want to be part of the movie the franchise anymore, she? and that's why she got written out so fast. Natalie Portman's like, I'm too good for this gay shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So she just didn't even show up stuff. to shoot a new scene. That was just pulled from the old just part. Just go back and fuck up Padme's character. <laughs> sure, right. So, yeah. Anyway. Oh, wait, was she? Yeah, she was Padme, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mikey's like a stupid-ass Natalie Portman. So, anyway, we, we already... she think she is? So, the mama scene. You liked that one the most, Cal. I like. Why'd mama's. you like that one? Uh, because it was so sweet. She's just like uh, <laughs> Thor. Thor's just like I'm not like I'm not Thor from this current line, and she's just like, oh, I know, I honey. Know. I know. If, I would know if you were your past, you present, you or future, you or whatever. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was I, well to clear up the moment you're talking about. Better, it was actually better written than that. It was. Are you from the future? He goes, no, 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 no. He's right, like denying yeah, exactly. it hard. Yeah, and it was then she's like, like, I was like, oh no, no. And no. then she was like, uh, my mother was a witch. You know, you she can't. She was burned alive. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is that a song? Yes. My mother was a witch. She, she was, was burned, burned alive. Am I evil? <laughs> That's metal as fuck. Yeah. Well, yes, it is. Diamond Head. Metallica did a version of it. Oh no, shit. <laughs> oh man. Sorry, I had to do it. So they my grab- mother is a witch. <laughs> so Thor she gets his hammer. <laughs> Thor gets his hammer back, and they go fuck off. Everyone comes back to what would have been present day, and. Old Nebula's there. Everyone's freaking out because everyone's got the time stones. All's good in the world, and they got extra pin particles. All's good. Well, no, someone's missing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Soul Stone. Fuck. God, this oh, was a yeah. big movie. <laughs> right? God, this was such a long movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How, what did y'all think of the Soul Stone scene? Uh, I mean, I was thinking Hawkeye was going to die just because everybody was just kind of like half-assed telling his story anyway with all the movies. Right. So I figured he'd be like the obvious choice. So the Scarlett Johansson Honestly, choice was... This is this is dumb. I know it's dumb. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I was hoping this scene would be stupid easy. 
because he's like, you got to give up something you love. So I thought Hawkeye would like walk up to the cliff and just like throw his bow. <gasps> oh my God, yes! <laughs> and then the Done. soul stone just appears. It's like, oh shit, all right. Oh, cool. that was easy. <laughs> that actually would have been hilarious. In, in the summer you see Thanos just going, huh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, fuck. Gamora's like, what's wrong? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> well, I don't need you anymore, Gamora. <laughs> was that you wanted to travel the galaxy or something? Cool. Go yeah, do what you want. Fuck off. <laughs> so that's where my head was. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. No, I was expecting him to go too, uh, especially after I saw he didn't keep up like the Ronin outfit and everything when he like reverted back to being Hawkeye. I was like, all right, he's done. Yeah, you know. So I was exp- half expecting him to go. I don't know. Is he still I, doing a TV show? I was show? expecting Black Widow. Really? Mainly because I've never cared for Black Widow. They're still doing. I don't a think a lot of people have really. I think they're trying to force this. Uh, prequel movie or a uh, Black Widow movie or whatever is like does she have enough of a compelling narrative to make a movie out yeah, of yeah that's what I'm saying I think she does I honestly think she does we'll see so yeah I'll so, watch it Scarlett Johansson so I mean why not I, th- I thought I thought their, <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I thought the choice was dumb but I thought their interaction was cool like fucking each other up fighting enough. each other yeah like, like I'm gonna like, kill myself t- no I'm gonna kill myself <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself first. I fucking love you. No, I fucking love you. <laughs> All right. Side note: Who does she want to fuck? Half the time <laughs> yeah. she wants to fuck him. Half the other time she's trying to jump on Steve Rogers' bone. And then and Bruce then, Banner and then Bruce on the Bruce fucking uh, the second Avengers right? movie. And then uh, Hawkeye's got a family. He's we talked about that. Flirt with Tony Stark and Iron Man too. Yeah, so, so it's maybe like, maybe it's just a different. Like I said, maybe it's just that hey, rivalry can, love, like that just <laughs> very mean, is, deep. Just like without you, I wouldn't be better because you're always pushing me, and it's more of that kind of. Yeah, but that only works with bond, certain kind of people, I guess. Well, this is this is a sex positive podcast, so uh, <laughs> Natasha. What? Did, so, Where did this come from? <laughs> Natasha can do whatever the fuck she wants, man. <laughs> That's going in the description. This is a sex positive podcast. <laughs> These characters what can do, you do whatever they sex? want. I'm positive about it. Positive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> what do you think about sex? I'm for it. I'm for it. Yes. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Hulk smash. Yes, go. Yes. <laughs> you do your thing, girl. <sighs> so Black Widow dies. He gets the stone. Now everyone fucks back home. <clears throat> they, they build a fucking gauntlet of their own. They put all the shit in there. And while they're doing that, fucking Nebula goes fucking off. Oh, hold up. Let's talk about this real quick. How are they able to just hold the stones? Okay. I got a theory on that one. Oh, yeah. So... Um, time stone. Banner is not actually physically holding the stone. It's in its own aura. You even see uh, mm-hmm. the bald-haired lady holding it in an aura. Okay. <laughs> Hawkeye Old has it in lady. his hand, but he got it. You know, he sacrificed yeah, yeah, yeah. something. Well, I, to I give get it. I give lenience to the soul stone. Yeah. I'm like, all right, you earned that one. You yeah. get to hold it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you earned it. You, you get to hold it. it. Just, just take it. This is a sex positive podcast. You don't throw your bow and arrow into the pit. You deserve to hold this thing. <laughs> I give you permission to hold it. 
um, so with that one, and then uh, Power Stone is in the Tesseract, so that's in its own casing. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Mind Stone is in the um, Staff, so that's in its own thing. Uh, the Red Stone is in the Vial, is the goop that Rocket got. Mm-hmm. And then the Purple Stone is in the Rock. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <clears throat> and then anything after that could have been dealt with by machines, because like we saw little fingers and stuff were putting right. in the souls the and all the stones and into like the Iron Man hand. And for some reason, Captain America fucking steps up and is like, I'll do it. Like, you dumbass. Quit just because you're a super out- soldier doesn't mean you can do this. Quit trying to out-noble us, Captain. Yeah, like a, Thanos used it twice and it nearly killed him. I'll do it. Cap, <laughs> like, I'll kill myself. In, t- in typical Cap fashion, I'll do it. If you want me to. <laughs> I snap my fingers if you want me to. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, shit. So eventually, Professor Hulk's all like, nah, this is gamma ray shit. I got this. Move the fuck out of the way. I'm the strongest Avenger. (laughs) It's like, I got this shit. Uh, I'm also sick and tired of Tony's armor fucking creating its own metal out of nowhere. Exactly. It just comes up with and figures out shit just randomly. Yeah, Whenever just, the plot calls for it. I'm just looking at this tiny little glove going, well, Banner, what the fuck you gonna do about that? And then he's like, right, as he's getting like his little index finger in that tiny little hole, the thing just starts going, Oh, uh, well, Same thing happens know, in Iron Man 2. nanotech Nanotechnology, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. But it's the same thing in Iron Man 2. It's like, hey, I just created a new element just for the sake of moving this plot forward. As yeah, Iron Man 2, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> So you know, it really is weird to think because I remember watching Iron Man the first one when it I came out. That, I did too. And I now that it's it just come all the way to this, yeah. it's just like and people were like, Iron Man, <sighs> that's cool. Wow. Yeah, I saw it in theaters too, man. I saw that and the first Hulk without Ruffalo in it. Not not the I, not the, the not Edward, not the, Edward Norton. Yeah, not not the uh, one, yeah, not the rubberized Hulk, not but the, the one with the dogs. And no, all that not weird that shit. one. But oh the yeah, other one. yeah, yeah, that one. Was Eric Bana one. I forgot about that. Yeah. With the, oh. <laughs> yeah. So I saw I saw both of those when they came out. You know, I'm right with you, man. I've I've stayed with these movies. So uh, Hulk snaps his fingers, about fucks him up, and I'm guessing at that point. Now, now this is where I'm. Th- this might be a little bit of a hole. So maybe you guys can help explain this one to me. Okay. So, well, no, never mind. I just figured I was ready it out to go down the hole, I, I, man. No, I actually I figured it out myself just now because <laughs> I, I was about to say he snaps his fingers and everyone comes back and everyone comes back. Mm-hmm. But then later in the movie, you see that they had to come through a portal. But then I remembered, I was like, wait, everyone probably just came back where they were snapped. Mm-hmm. So that means everyone needs to come from a bunch of different places, right? So never they, mind. Were, yeah. they all died on that battlefield from the last. Mm-hmm. So, so people are waking up on battlefields and random planets and shit. And they're like, oh shit, we need to go where the action is. <clears throat> yeah. Well, we, we're, we all uh, do portals and shit. Here you go. <laughs> so, snap of the fingers, bunch of birds come back, Hawkeye gets a phone call. <clears throat> and this is why I think the movie did very good at pacing. It was very well paced. So, this happens. So, all that happens. You're finally getting like your first real breath of the movie, if it makes sense. Like, everything has been, even though. It was a slow burn to kind of get it going. There was always a lot of plot happening. I will say, um, for a three-hour movie, it went by pretty quick. It like did. it was very I like, like oh, I, I really enjoyed the watching. pace of it. 
And right after that snap, it felt like that was honestly the first breath you got. Like it, like you felt everyone's relief of like, holy shit, that well, worked. We did it. Yeah. But while that's happening, <laughs> yeah. Past Nebula is typing in that little machine, and she brings Thanos's ship past ship to present day. Mm-hmm. And for the first time, we see Thanos' character flip big time. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's like, I'm here to fuck everybody's day up. Yeah. Now it's personal. And when he started missling and completely flattening Avengers headquarters, my yeah. mouth literally yeah, opened. That was Paul Rudd's like, what a beautiful Boom. day outside. And somehow everyone survived. <laughs> All right. Bitch about that for a minute because I saw the fucking look on your face. It's a comic book. They're superheroes. It takes the a little guys more don't than get some killed I will say, though, the only one that Even bugged me was Ant-Man. Like only human, but you sometimes Well, the only one that bugged me was Ant-Man. He that was like coming right yeah, direct hit. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> Here's one's like, look at this. Oh, shit, there's a lake. yeah so that was the only one that was like i was expecting him to be like oh shit he's gonna be fucked up and he was fine because he's totally fine apparently he shrunk down (laughs) i shrunk down just in time guys the unfortunate part is all my irks about this movie Mm -hmm. were from everything forward from this point really yes okay a lot of the action stuff did not make sense to me all right so we'll get into that so he flattens out everything i'm sitting here going what the fuck and there's a little bit of you know assembling and figuring out what the hell's going on and then the three ogs meet up with thanos Mm -hmm. now this is the one moment where i'll say i like what they did with thor because once he finally gets in his costume, he, he looked cool. His, and he gets yeah, both yeah. of his weapons and everything, too, right? Yeah, he's got both weapons because, like I mentioned earlier, he gets the hammer back yeah. in Dark World era. And he brings it back with him. So then the three of them face off against Thanos. And, and I thought that first battle it. was really cool. Was that when he gets to share Shut the hammer? Shut the fuck up a minute. Good goddamn. No, I got to know. Because that happened. Fuck. <laughs> So they get their asses whooped, and right as Thor is about to get his fucking axe put right through his chest, a la what he did to Thanos. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the fucking hammer knocks um, uh, goddamn um, Thanos off of Thor, <laughs> and you find out that it was Cap wielding it. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's worthy. We saw that in a previous movie. We did. But he just decided not yes. to. He's like, oh, this is Thor's thing. Was that just... an issue you had? No, I thought that was cool. Okay. I, yeah, was Captain cool. America with the hammer, that was fucking badass. Dude, I, I was that. losing my, my shit. My problem with it is when Thanos had the Infinity Gauntlet with all the stones, mm. they were holding their own. He was kicking their asses, but they were still like at least getting some good hits in. Yeah. So how come regular thanos with no stones was still like stomping ass like that because was he's little... still extremely powerful uh look at how, the big... how strong is he he's like, still like he's still like thor strong like god strong and shit yeah. like that right well, like, man. It's, it's the same guy that without a stone being used bitch slapped hulk back into banner for an entire movie yeah. what movie was that in, uh, Infinity War that's at the very beginning. Well, that's how he's portrayed in the comic oh, books yeah, and all that too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His first interaction, I mean, he bitch slapped the Hulk back in the banner for the whole movie. Yeah, True. he's supposed you to be know? Like a, he's strong. Yeah, he's supposed to be like a Titan-esque 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's like Mr. Uh, workout Muscle Man over here. <laughs> you should know. You look at all those fucking muscles on his body. He's not weak. He's not made of jello. I guess, but he's also not. He doesn't have superpowers. It's a comic thing. book movie, Mikey. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those deals where it's like one of those realms where it's like there's like super strong alien creatures that can just fuck up planets and stuff like that, Dragon Ball Z style. Yeah, Mr. Dragon Ball Z. We'll talk here. about that. <laughs> so, uh, three of them. get to Captain Marvel. <laughs> and right when every, wait, like, Iron Man's down for the count, Thor's out for the count, <laughs> Captain America's about out for the count, and then he gets a little buzz in his ear. Up on your left, it's fucking Fucking Falcon. Bucky, yeah. Or it's Falcon, rather. Yeah. So, yeah, it's Falcon. And then all these portals open up, and the first time the audience actually made any noise when Black Panther came on, yeah, there was Spider-Man a handful of people. Well, those were the only two. Those Black- were the only two that they cheered for. Black when Black Panther. Panther came on, there was a bunch of people going, you know, yeah! yeah Wakanda his- forever! And then when Spider-Man showed up, he got a nice little smattering of applause, too. That was when I reacted to it. I was like, oh, yay! <laughs> and uh, like and at that Spider-Man's. point, just big ol' ass-whooping commences. Because yeah. <laughs> you got all the Avengers got, like, versus all Thanos' the army. Because he just brings in like the fucking and everybody cavalry. Gets, yeah. and He's everybody like, everybody, gets let's a, go. Everybody gets a, enough screen time with uh, combat and everything, too. It was pretty cool. Yeah, right. I think everyone so got So essentially, how... Alright, so Hulk gets the glove, he snaps, mm-hmm. everyone comes back. Yes. How did Hulk lose the glove? Uh, as soon as he snapped... Uh, they took it off of him and they kicked it to the side. Okay. When he was still on the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, roughly about thirty seconds later is when the whole place gets decimated, mm-hmm. and then that's when Hawkeye is running through the trenches with the glove. Right, right, right. Yeah, because he finds it in the rubble and yep. he's underground and shit. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. convenient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he finds that he's running through, and that's when that whole game of tag comes into play. Yep, yep, yep. And then a whole bunch of back and forth. Uh, Captain Marvel swoops in, fucking decimates a ship. Well, all right, no, no, there was a point. Um, all right, so they're playing keep away with the glove. Yeah, I don't know her name. Redheaded chick. She's got like red force oh, powers. Oh, oh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, yeah. It gets to her, and she's fucking Thanos up, mm-hmm. and then he just goes, "Make it rain," which is fucking metal dude <laughs> and then all his ships are just raining these fucking missiles yeah cause, cause uh, that one like, guy was like even our armies he's like just do just it just fucking do yeah. it <laughs> so it's raining missiles and then like it's just chaos and then the missiles start aiming upwards and they're like what the fuck are they aiming at and then Captain Marvel swoops in and she's just fucking shit up dude <laughs> oh, Mike man, he's getting awesome. hard over here I am dude he's all about some Brie Larson <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so yeah so I wonder why she didn't do that sooner <laughs> really? she was busy <laughs> earth you ain't the only goddamn planet <laughs> and he finally gets the glove and then so talking about just people holding and tossing around the gems willy nilly I mean he, I feel like him being able to pull out the purple stone and then deck Captain Marvel with it would be within his power and I completely forgot about Iron Goop, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, as, as uh, Rescue. Uh, yeah. That was her character, and we saw oh, the yeah. glimpse of that. We saw the helmet earlier in the movie when Morgan had it. Oh, yeah, and she was only yeah. a thing in, like, Iron Man where, um, 3, 4. Yeah, and he was like, it's okay. Mom never wears what I make her anyway. Right, what was the progression? <laughs> All right, so Hawkeye has the glove. Mm-hmm. Who does it go to after that? 
Is it Peter? I know, <clears throat> I know Peter was one of the last to get Peter it. was the last one, and then... I think it was Black Panther. Yeah, I think Black Panther yeah, had he was first. fucking shit up, and he's doing his yep. cool acrobats and, and shit. And then right. he tosses it off to Peter. And then Peter, and then Peter's going, he gets fucked up somehow. Well, and he, then, he hops a ride on the back of Valkyrie, and then Cap throws the hammer, and then he web zips to it and starts zooming through the whole army. And then, yeah, he gets fucked up. He gets fucked up. Uses and then, his instant kill. We finally get to see. And he's oh, like, yeah, I've yeah. got this. I've got this. Oh, I don't got it. I don't got it. And then the fucking girl team comes in and saves yeah, him. Yeah, that's when I got. That's when my theater started clapping a lot. Really? Because like, uh, what's her name got it from? Uh, Captain Marvel got it from Peter. Yeah. He's like, hi, I'm Peter Parker. She goes, hey, Peter Parker. And I was just like, I have a boner right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be your Peter Parker. <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> so she gets the stu- or she gets the gauntlet, and then they're like, we need to back her up. And then all the lady characters step in. They're like, she yeah. doesn't need any help. She's got us. And then all the ladies in the theater were like, yay! <laughs> Except for one. Morgan hated that scene. Did really? really? The one female I've really talked to about this movie <laughs> Hated that scene. That's She's funny. like, it was so pandering and definitely like the girl I went with said uh, like, yeah, like this definitely pandered to me. And, but and I she, loved and, it. And then, <laughs> oh, that's nice. And then she went, I'm not here to fucking see Lady Iron Man. I'm here to see Tony Goddamn Stark. I don't give two shits about her. <laughs> that's why I for, that's why I forgot about Iron Goop for a minute. <laughs> Iron Goop. <laughs> I don't know what her character, the her uh, Pepper Potts. Pepper Potts. Oh, I know, but it didn't didn't uh, is it like War Machine or Iron Man, where uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's robot suit has a name too? Yes, and I said it fifty fucking times. Rescue. Rescue. Okay, I didn't know that. Nobody if says I, it out loud in any of the movies. <laughs> but I said it out loud it's like three good, times in this conversation. It's not in the even past a good name. <laughs> Fucker. It's, for, it's forgetful. <laughs> Uh, but what yeah. do you expect from a woman? Oh, oh damn. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Mikey said it, not me. <laughs> yeah. Call the hotline and bitch him. Sex positive podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and so at that point, Tony comes running back up to him after he bitch slaps um, Captain Marvel off of him. And somehow, and I watched it the second time around, and I'm still not sure how he did it. And that was another thing that bothered me. He like, popped all was, the stones out. How was Captain Marvel not kicking Thanos' ass, dude? She kind of started to. Show, to and that then... goes to show how much of an equal power they are when he's got the stones. That's oh, he how had the stones. He that's is. right. That's right. Yeah. He had the stones at that point. Because, all right, he Captain Marvel movie. Butter and she had spoiler her alert. Um, and Captain Marvel, essentially, she gets her powers from the Power Stone. So Captain Marvel is literally just the embodiment of the Power Stone. That's yeah. why she can fuck shit up and it's awesome <laughs> it's just two supreme beings just being equal i guess yeah, okay yeah basically and so I, again i don't know how he got them all out but tony gets all the fucking stones out gets it in his <clears throat> gauntlet and one of the coolest lines one of the coolest the- lines thanos repeating this entire movie i'm inevitable i'm inevitable he looks over at him when he's got a, iron man's got all the fucking <laughs> stones in his hand and he's like you're you know whatever you blah 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 you can do all this that and the other i'm inevitable and he goes yeah i'll be back <laughs> i'm iron man and oh, snaps yeah, 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 his fucking yeah, yeah. fingers and i'm just yeah, like man. oh <laughs> that made every bit of me just go yes because yeah, it was that first movie stinger and i was just like mm-hmm. fuck yes now here's my question what did that snap do other than get rid of the army I didn't think that. 
hard about mm-hmm. it. Um, because the first snap brings everyone back. Mm-hmm. So nearly kills what, Hulk. So what was the ramification of Tony's snap? What did Tony's snap do? As we clearly see, Thanos yeah. and all of his people go away. Was his thought get rid of everyone that's bad here? I mean, what what was his snap? What was what was he thinking? What was he projecting in his snap? Kill Than- all the Thanos, bad people. If Thanos projected kill half of the whole race, half of every living creature, if Hulk's snap was to put it all back. Robert Downey Jr. is getting real specific as yeah, he's thinking like, about it. It's yeah, like, I'm just sitting here going, what was Iron Man's snap? Kill Thanos, kill this guy. I don't know anybody's names, but yeah. anybody that looks like Thanos that's here on Earth. Okay, good. Any of those gray <laughs> villain looking things. Let me kill all these purple things. I don't know. So I don't know. Yeah. It was enough to fucking kill him. Yeah. It was enough to get rid of everyone. And then Tony dies. Well, that's what I meant. It was whatever snap he did oh, yeah, was yeah, enough yeah. to kill him. Oh, like, I thought you meant like kill. No, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so what did y'all think of that scene? Did that affect y'all at all when it happened? I, knew, um, I didn't expect it. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, like, because initially it was Peter talks to him first, and you're yeah. like, oh, man, this sucks. And then Pepper's the last one to talk to him. It's yeah. just like, all right, yeah, this, this is pretty sad. The, this the is line sad. she gave him is what got me. What was it? She said, you can rest now. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's what got me. That's because was- ever since Age of Ultron, actually, ever since that first Avengers movie, part of his character arc was paranoia. He couldn't mm-hmm. sleep. He couldn't rest because he always knew this greater threat was coming. He couldn't rest. And it's just a good book. Now he can rest. It's just a good book in the narrative because it started with him. It's really just Shit, a ch- man, chance of like, hey, here's just. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's why. That's what I'm talking about. I, I felt w- all that in that moment. And when that came- so it's all happening the first time and I'm connecting all of these dots in real time. And when she goes, you can rest now. I'm just like. And when that that movie came out, nobody saw this movie coming at all either. No, and that's something I'm going to talk about at the end of this. So just we're slowly kind of wrapping everything up. So he goes, and then we've got the funeral scene, uh, which was kind of cool. It's like like look at everybody, look at all of the most expensive movie stars in the world, right? Lined up in uh, funeral clothes. And it was cool to see basically everyone there. Mm-hmm. But the interesting part was well, some, we still got some. We got one order of business left. We got to put the stones back where we got them. Not yet. Not yet. The funeral was first. Well, that was during the funeral, kind of. It was oh. after the funeral. Okay, right after okay. the funeral. So no. Uh, so the funeral happens, and one thing that we kind of glossed over earlier, which was during all the time jumping and everything, Gamora past Gamora turns good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After the snap. We don't see Pascamora again because what I was thinking, because she even shared a moment with Star Lord during the big battle, mm-hmm. and she kicks him in the nuts, and then that's when Nebula comes over and Gamora looks at him. She goes, "Really, him?" Yeah. She goes, "Yeah, it was between him and a talking tree." <laughs> so that told me all this goodwill that Peter Quill built up in these last two movies with Gamora, he's got to start all over again because now we've got past. Gamora here, you mm-hmm. know. So I thought that was going to be an, it's almost like a fifty-first date kind of thing. He worked up all that time. Now he's got to do it all over again, you know. That's a great idea. But in the <laughs> funeral scene, she's not part of the Guardians of the Galaxy little group that was standing there. So that's also what made me think, like, what was Tony's snap? You know, was well, because Gamora got uh her soul got exchanged in the Infinity War, and you can't right? get those back. Cur- current day Gamora. 
But past Gamora was in that battle. Past Gamora was in the current timeline. Past Gamora's just like, I'm just going to stay in my current time. Because it felt like she was going to stick around because they had that little moment. It felt like that was going to be the new narrative of he's just got to start all over again, you know? So I found that really odd that she wasn't part of that group. And then later on, you see that she's still labeled as missing. I really want to see that movie now. (laughs) So funeral scene and that was all sad especially that whole thing of happy on the porch swing with morgan and he was like you know you want anything she's yeah. like cheeseburgers and he was like your, your dad, dad like cheeseburgers, cheeseburgers. That, was a, that iron man that's another iron man callback yeah because as soon as he, he got out of the desert he's like, i want an american cheeseburger and a press conference yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so that was a real tender moment i like that and then we flip over to thor he was next and he hands over the kings to the kingdom to, yeah, to Valkyrie. Uh, Valkyrie. He's like, I'm going to go be a space bum. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we all know who's really in charge here. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Hey, that was fun. I can't wait for that movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. The Asgardians oh, of the yeah. Galaxy. Space buddies. <laughs> I, Chris Pratt and Chris Hemsworth are fucking gold together oh, yeah. and i can't wait great. for that movie and the guardians movies were always my favorite too yes. so i look forward to this yes so that was cool and then so part of the big narrative of hulk getting the time stone from the supreme sorcerer uh was that he had to bring it back you know, someone's got to put all the time stones back in order to fit help their realities. Because what she was even saying was, why should I jeopardize and give you the most powerful thing I have just to save your timeline? I'm putting my yeah. timeline in jeopardy by giving you the stone. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I promise to bring it back in like just a few minutes. You know, that's how time travel works. I can bring right. it back to you in like two minutes. So Cap hops on the little thing and he's like, all right, give me my coordinates. Let's rock this shit out. Grabs Milner, and he disappears. And and then gives a little countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Click. Banner hits the button, and he doesn't come back. Keeps pressing it. Doesn't come back. And oh, yeah. eventually looks off to the side, and Hawkeye and Bucky see some dude just sitting on a bench. And they walk over there, and it's old man Cap. And that's when Alex Stiff lost his collective shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sad cap. Especially because as soon as I saw it was old man cap and I know he was going back through time, I immediately knew what he did. And I was like, Oh, and I started scanning his hands, everything. And as soon as it got in frame, when he handed uh, Falcon that shield and I saw that ring, Tears fucking going. I couldn't hold myself together. I was high, but I could not hold myself together. I was losing. Second viewing, I'm still sitting here like lip quivering, trying to hold back. Cat went went went, uh, went back and uh, wanted to just have a life. It's like, all right, I got my shit done. I got. I know what the future is. So let me just enjoy myself. So. Yeah. To leave. I thought that was sweet. I like that. I loved. I that. loved it. And that's how do you why, feel about him giving the shield to Falcon? Do you think that was I, how that I, th- with I you? thought I honestly thought Bucky deserved it. Yeah, I was gonna say where was Bucky? No, in all this? I think he should have gave it to um, Pepper and or uh, Tony's daughter, no, and then she would have been no, the Iron Patriot no, no, in the future. No, no, no. Okay, whatever. No, I, I I think Bucky deserved it. I think Bucky should have gotten it. 
Yeah. I'm cool with Falcon getting it because both but, of them have been Captain America. Especially because comics. Bucky's got yeah. that robot arm and with that shield, it'll be extra cool. Right? And we didn't get to see Bucky do shit but shoot yeah, really. people this right. entire time. I wanted I to see him, him punch too. motherfuckers. And see, and here's the Civil thing. Civil War was one of my favorite movies because of him. Right. That or was Winter Soldier. Or Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Well, he was in Civil War too. Yeah, but Winter Soldier was his narrative. Yeah, but he was a big he part of... He was the Winter Soldier. He was a big part of both of them. <laughs> I like his character. I'm on the same page. <laughs> So yeah, that and then that final just last scene of the two of them dancing in the uh, living room, and that all of that just oh that killed he went me. And got, he went and got his Peggy on. So let's bring it back earlier in the movie well, with with the um, we're a sex positive podcast. It's okay <laughs> uh, to him being the guidance counselor. Think about what he was saying. He keeps telling everyone to get a life and move on, yet he can't. Mm-hmm. He's still trying to give people what he can't give. Well, he can't give himself, but he's still trying to make sure he can give it to other people because it know, they, he knows how much that means, mm-hmm. you know, to not to be able to have that solace of being able to move on. So through all that, both of them got a life because that was the exchange between him and Black Widow. And they're like, maybe we need to get a life that, you know, everyone keeps talking about, yeah. you know, just going to and, ourselves. And that's exactly what he the did. He went thing and got a exhausting. life. He went and got a life. And. I I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that. And at first I was a little confused on it going, so what does that mean for the main timeline? But if that just creates a new future for him, if he jumps into a different time stream, all that means is he's just got to lay low and let the other Steve Rogers take over. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I get to retire. Yeah. He's, the all past. he's got to do is fly under the radar. And an interesting thing, people are trying to say there was a plot hole in Winter Soldier, I think. Or Civil War, one, it was one of the it was one of the uh, cat movies. Right. He was watching old archive footage of Peggy saying that um, she got remarried and this, that, and the other, yeah. and that Captain America saved her husband. But then they talk about. I've heard the theory of like. Oh, uh, but he technically did kind of save himself. Exactly. Whoa. And, and that and that was the big thing because everyone's like, did, did you know? Did he like go back in time and you know fuck up their relationship just to you know be with her? He's like out of the way. But <laughs> if he's trying to be super incognito about it, if Peggy were to make some sort of press release about it, she would say Captain America saved my husband. Because in that timeline, Steve Rogers is no longer Captain America until years later. Right. Old Peggy Carter, she had dementia. What did she tell Steve yep. when he was by her bedside before the funeral? Oh, you look so young. She didn't say it was great to see you again. She said you look so young. Yeah, I forgot about that. It's a little detail. And guess what? Make me go Those watch all the fuckers damn movies. wrote Endgame. Yep. It's the same writers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've been planning this for so long. And that's the reason I love this movie. I think Star Wars is good, but no other movie will be able to do what Endgame has done. Well, and that's not yeah, even I just hate me being... sound like I, I, this phrase keeps getting thrown around, but it... It really is a cultural phenomenon. I, and I'm really trying to avoid saying that too, and I think I can just provide better is, examples is, without saying it that. It is definitely a film phenomenon. Because there will not be another franchise that has gone for 11 years straight with 22 movies to create the singular movie. 
and that's exactly what this was. They, it was a callback to every other movie. It was it was the giant size annual, you know, and comic books, mm-hmm. they'll have the big crossover and then they'll have like the really big one that's extra expensive with a really big story. Mm-hmm. We got the giant size annual of movies. Yep. It was rewarding all those people, the two, uh, three of us, that watched those movies from Iron Man on, that we were in those theaters watching it. They weren't worried about the new casual fans coming in. They're like, no, this is a movie for the people that have stuck with us. And because they weren't worried about making a compelling story that your grandma's going to enjoy, they created a story for the fans. That's why it's making all the money, and that's why it's so successful. It's still a story that people can connect to relatively easily to also. But you got to know, man, you got to see some of the movies before going into this. Otherwise, the very first thing you're sitting here going is like, wait a minute, these are superheroes. Why the fuck are they so emo? Right. <laughs> Why is everyone so sad? You've got to see at least, you know, Infinity War to but it's see like one it. of those so deals it's where like, it's been part of the cultural psyche for so long. It's like, oh, Iron Man is this. It's about like how everybody knows who Batman is and what his backstory is. About like how uh, everybody knows who Superman is and what his backstory is. I think it's becoming Hercules that way. Or Achilles or. I mean, it kind of is becoming that with uh, all the Mar- Marvel characters after 11 years, you know? It is. And and that's just the really crazy thing about it is not even Star Wars, even though they've been doing movies for longer, they've done movies and then stopped, made movies, then stopped. It wasn't 11 years and 22 movies to create a singular movie. All And it wasn't just everyone wanted to say, oh, all these Marvel movies are just blowing up buildings and doing this, that, and the other when... If you now really pay attention to those movies, they were creating this movie the entire time. There's a whole universe, man. And, and that's just what I find so funny about it is the naysayers are like, oh, it's just stupid comic book movies, you know, a blow them up stupid action. It's like, well, guess what? It was more than that all along. And we finally got to see that. And that's why I think that I don't think until all of us are extremely old, like, I, and I mean extremely old, like 80s. It's Before def- we see something like this again, it's definitely a, an achievement with movies. I mean, you can do this with TV series just mm-hmm. all day long and build compelling narr- narratives oh, yeah. like that. But with and big multi-million-dollar movie uh, franchises like this, and I mean, like Star Wars, like you said, Star Wars isn't able going to be able to do this. Star Trek was never able to do this, and it can, and it can absolutely be done again with the right people. Right. I'm not saying that this is a once in a lifetime thing. Now We're never going to see this let's again. Let's talk but- about this. Every Marvel movie except for this one, you get to the end, mm-hmm. you watch the main credits, and then there's a scene. Mm-hmm. But this one, there was no scene. No scene at was, all. That was that, probably the that most unsettling de- part for me. I was just like, oh, and you know why? Definitely really about is it. the end game. Like, that's right. This is crazy. And that's why I also like They even the movie. had signs like at the theater, like in the front box office, like there is no end scene after the credits of <laughs> Avengers. No, somebody did come out or like somebody that worked in the theater says, comes into the theater when the movie's over with and he says, hey, there's nothing uh, after the credits so y'all can leave. Yep, well, yep. see, here's the thing. If I had heard that, I'd been like, fucker's lying. <laughs> I know, I did for a minute too. He goes, should we stay? No. Is he, is he um, fucking with us? <laughs> I intentionally, because we uh, we got to the movie theater at like six o'clock, mm-hmm. and we went and bought tickets for the eight o'clock showing. Because I was just like, all right, let's go. We'll go ahead and get tickets so they don't sell out. We're here so we can at least get here like in the theater thirty minutes early. Yeah, and even like being thirty minutes early, like we still got the last two seats at the top row, yeah. or else we'd have to sit right up front. And I was just like, I can't do that for no. three hours. I'll no. get a fucking headache. So we, even being 30 minutes early, we got the last two seats at the top row. 
and um sit there for 30 minutes eventually the fucking trailers start and then i'm like all right i'm gonna go piss before this movie starts yeah and i come back i hear this lady's voice and then she walks past me as i'm walking in and i sit down i was like was there a debriefing for this fucking movie uh-huh. and my girlfriend's like yeah she pretty much just told us that uh, the movie was three hours and that there was no scene at the end of the credits and i was like yeah we didn't okay, get that cool. at all huh <laughs> Yeah, just so, so, y'all so, know. The, so yeah, the only thing you got at the very end is after the screen goes to black, you just hear like this tinging noise a couple times. Mm-hmm. And what it was is the sound effect of Tony making the Iron Man suit in the cave to break out of being uh, captured. Mm. Oh, yeah. No, and that's, that and, that's another, and that's another reason why I really respected Endgame is regardless of even if it's a good post credit scene, a post credit scene like that turns the movie into a commercial for the next movie yep yeah we didn't get that nope. it was almost as if they were like now nah, we're gonna treat you with respect you know more's coming but this is it this is the end game mm-hmm. we're not teasing it's you with more of- we're not gonna keep building this up for you we're done here this is it you know you know more's coming but right now this is it we're gonna take a break y'all <laughs> yeah so I, I thought that was really good and something i'd like to do because it is marvel uh which is owned by disney which also owns star wars I'd like to actually compare. <laughs> Such geeks. I'd like to compare the two. Last Jedi also subverted expectations. Fan theories went wild. Yeah. And none of the fan theories went true. Just like this movie. You know? So, all the ingredients are there for the same reaction Last Jedi had. But Endgame was good. It was subverted expectations. No one's theories were correct. No one knew what was going to happen, but it's not getting backlash. Yet, when The Last Jedi happened and everyone was mad, what was being blamed? Fan theories. Exactly what you were doing at the very beginning, and that's why I was letting you roll with it. Right. Fan theories do not ruin movies. Bad movies ruin movies. The Last Jedi... That is true, because even though all my fan theories were wrong, I still really liked Endgame. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And- <clears throat> bad movies make bad movies. Last Jedi... After seeing Endgame, I got more upset about The Last Jedi, to be honest. Okay. Because, again, Endgame subverted my expectations, and I was still pleased. Last Jedi exerted my expectations, and I walked away feeling... Like, what the fuck? Kinda. Yeah. yeah. Almost, for lack of a better term, almost feeling dirty. Almost just like a, what happened? Mm-hmm. Like, did I just, I saw a Star Wars movie, right? That was, okay. And that's why I was so uh, cynical about fan theories going into Endgame initially, because Last Jedi ruined the movie experience for me after a while, because it's, here's Star Wars, one of my favorite franchises of all time, and everybody just like just bitching and complaining about it, rightfully so to an extent, but yeah. you couldn't get away from it. And it's just like, well, now I'm not going to be excited about the new Star Wars movie anymore, but I went and saw Endgame and kind of, you know, with no expectations mm-hmm. anyway, just going like, okay, well, it's going to be a fun movie or whatever. And then first 15 minutes, any idea I had of it uh, changed and was like drawn in immediately and enjoyed the, enjoyed the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. And Honestly, I went and rewatched Last Jedi because it's on Netflix yeah. and it had the opposite effect and I kind of appreciated it a little more okay. than I did when it came out. Because I paid attention to more things that I had questions about in the first place. So, so wh- I, I'm actually really curious, and I want to make this part of the topic. What about it did you start appreciating more? All right. So remember, at the uh, uh, last podcast I was on, I was I was honestly just kind of bullshit, and I was like, "Do you guys think Snoke's really dead?" <laughs> right. But, um, 
one of the main things in that movie was the connection between Kylo Ren and Rey. Somehow they can see each other in some weird way. Right. And somehow Kylo was able to see her surroundings because he saw when uh, Luke walked in. Mm. And somehow Luke was able to see that they were having a connection thingy. Yeah. And then uh, shit happens, yada, yada, yada. Eventually Rey ends up in the throne room Mm. with Kylo and uh, Snoke. And Snoke's like, you fool, I've been pairing your minds together this whole time. It's been me all along. And then essentially... Uh, you know, uh, Kylo turns on Snoke and kills him. Right. And, on, well, it's still up in the air whether or not Snoke's really dead. But the important thing was Snoke said, I'm the one that's been connecting you two this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rest of the movie happens. Uh, Luke Skywalker faces down the whole First Order with a laser sword like, <laughs> like he was joking about in the beginning of the movie. Right. But the very part that I didn't catch the first time was Rey shows up. She's got the Millennium Falcon. They all escape through the back following the foxes, the crystal foxes. She uses the force, lifts the rock out of the way. Everyone gets on their ships, Ray's the last one on the Millennium Falcon. She's looking down the little pad. Sees and Kylo. Sees Kylo. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, shit. And the dice. Well, was Snoke connecting them, or is this something even beyond? And now I have a new theory. Fucking wild. Bear <laughs> with me. Maybe Snoke never existed at all mm-hmm. but since luke's like you know i've never seen this raw potential before when he's talking about ray except from one other and it was kylo what if kylo is like force projecting snoke this whole time and just created the force or himself that's interesting and the only wrinkle reach, in that but... the only re- <laughs> the only reason it's a wrinkle fuck you cap <laughs> <laughs> hey man i'm just sitting here and just taking it in just the, like... the only wrinkle i've got for you is in force awakens leia has a moment with han and she was talking about snoke has been messing with kylo since he was young mm-hmm. so i don't think he would have been projecting him as a kid okay yeah yeah, yeah. to fuck with him no it, it was no, it's it's canon that Snoke was real. Oh, but yeah. are y'all fine? That's fucking good, though. I like that. But to work off your theory, if he was the one connecting them, either A, they continually had the connection even after he died, or two, he didn't really die. Yeah, Because yeah. they still had that moment. Mm-hmm. Are y'all fired up about this new movie that's coming out? I'm ex- well, so let me lead into that. So I, I was kind of get, I was going to kind of get to that point. The things that made me... So I still liked those scenes that you were talking about. That's not really narrative issues. That's not really... A subversion of your expectation, anything you just gave. That was more or less just some plot points of the overall movie. Things like uh, Luke becoming so much of a hermit and not snapping out of it sooner. Mm -hmm. Um, The direct contradictions to stuff that J.J. set up. And it becomes a lot more evident when you listen to interviews no, with Ryan yeah, Johnson. That was the biggest problem in that movie is them changing directors. And yeah, writers. just saying like, Why? fuck you to every there, possible there was, theory that was being talked about. Well, there was a lot of, th- like, if you listen to his interviews, he says a lot. He goes, I intentionally did things to subvert expectations. I intentionally did things to mess with the story. He goes, because I wanted people surprised. And then they, and then someone goes, well, what was one of those things? He goes, well, I mean, just one of the things I guess off the top of my head is, I mean, I personally never liked Kylo's helmet, so I didn't want him to wear it in this movie. Yeah, just little dumb things like that. He personally decided he didn't like the helmet. So what happens in the movie? 
take destroy that, that stu- stupid mask. Yeah. Take, off, take that off that stupid, stupid helmet. Yeah, yeah, he decided to put his personal preferences mm-hmm. and attach instead of what's good movie. for the yeah. story. Mm-hmm. You can still subvert someone's expectations while still giving a good story, which is what we got with Endgame. It felt like there was a lot that happened in The Last Jedi because he's the one holding the action figures going, no, this is my story. This is what's going to happen. No, these are my choice. Mom said you had to be nice. You know? It felt like that's what was happening. He's literally holding a Princess Leia action figure going, through space back to the ship. Yeah, And Leia gets blown out of the ship. <laughs> and then she goes right back to the ship. Because that's how the force works, right? <laughs> and the, the Ryan, that's in half is like Ryan. That's not right. No, my mom, Kathleen Kennedy, said it was right. <laughs> she said my imagination is important, and it's it's not about your expectations. Uh, it's about making the story that's good. <laughs> this is my movie. You paid me. Yeah. So with that, am I excited about the new movie? Um, I think. I'll see it. I think JJ has a big fucking hill to climb mm-hmm. because with everything Ryan did from even like cutting out the Knights of Ren, that was supposed to be a main plot point. Yeah. Um, from that to basically not having any original cast left, he wasn't able to directly work with Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Han is still dead and now Luke's dead. So he's going to have to figure out a way to wrap Luke into the main story as a force ghost. They in got order Billy to keep D. Exactly. They got Billy D. But I mean, he would have worked great in The Last oh, Jedi. No, as the code breaker. And That's that, what everybody's was, been that saying was another too. Ryan Johnson choice. He was supposed to be the code breaker. They were supposed to meet him on that gal- on that fucking uh, planet. But but he was, we got, let's get this stuttering asshole. Dead serious, man. Billy D came in to read the part. Ryan Johnson decided he didn't have the charisma left to play the character. Oh, bullshit. Wow. That was his choice to not include Billy D. Williams in this movie. And that's why he's in this one, well, the we'll new one it. coming out. I just hope uh, Billy D. has uh, the one guy in Return of the Jedi. That's his uh, little partner that's just riding with him. The <laughs> no, he why died, he, he died in Last Jedi. Why did he they decide to that's switch? That's right. I forgot about that. Why did they decide to switch directors? Well, it was originally supposed to be each of the movies was supposed to have a different director. Uh-huh. JJ was supposed to oversee all of them, but each movie was supposed to have a different director. Like this one was supposed to have Colin Trevero, I think, is the director. There's supposed to be a different director for episode nine that's coming out. Yeah. Right. And he eventually was let go and JJ was brought on to do it. But he wasn't originally supposed to do this movie, and each movie was going to have a different director. So that's what makes me worry about the movie. Is it going to be too much of a fire drill for J.J. Abrams to... Uh... I hope it's not too much of a backpedal. I hope, right. I hope that he's able to push through a good narrative that gives... People also want to say fan service is a bad thing. It's not. It, it fan service... Good fan service. Well, what do you think sequels are? Yeah, that's I was gonna, I was about to steal your line, but I was like, Cap said it, so I know he's gonna jump in. Exactly, it's as soon as you make a sequel, it's because the fans wanted it, so that's fan service, you know. So that's not a bad thing to do if it's done properly. So I think with the right amount of fan service and the right kind of directing, I think it could be a good movie. But it's just it still makes me worried that JJ kind of walked into it and went, "Well, fuck, I've got." 
a ghost <laughs> someone that's still in the movie that's currently dead in real life that i still have to make a plot for her out of old footage so is he gonna make you know, chicken salad out of chicken another shit? thing that bothered me about uh last jedi was that ray and um hot shot uh what's his name oh uh poe yeah yeah poe didn't meet till the end of the movie i thought that yeah. was a poor choice they had never met before so, thought that nope. was pretty interesting huh it was interesting, but it was just like, why'd you wait that. till the end of this movie to finally introduce Well, the think characters. about the right? timeline. It was immediately after uh, Force Awakens. You know, <laughs> yeah. there was no time in between. So, yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. <clears throat> we could have done without that. For, that's still, no matter how many times I watched that movie, that whole 40 minutes worth of that gambling world was just too much. And, and that was so also his choice. He wanted, he literally said he wanted to make some sort of point about, you know. The Hope. political system. Yeah. Um, well, I, that was interesting, but we didn't need it for 40 minutes. No, we didn't. <laughs> the only interesting part about it was, oh, we stole this ship. Let's see what they do. Oh, they build weapons for the bad guys. Oh, they also build weapons for the good guys. That part always makes me go, yeah, that oh, was cool. shit, yeah, okay, let's talk about the fucking Illuminati Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it goes beyond galaxies. Yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to it, but yeah, after seeing Endgame, I actually kind of got more annoyed at Last Jedi, just kind of knowing you can make a good movie that surprises the fans, that doesn't completely fuck up the narrative. I know people have been talking about this, but this has been a wild year where it's like Endgame is this year, the last Star Wars movie is going to come out this year, and I know you don't watch it, but it's the last season of Game of Thrones. Let's not forget about the new Godzilla movie that's coming out. I'm actually out. pretty fucking stoked Hell about that. Yeah. I'm stoked about that, but while we're still talking movies, if you 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 still got time? I know you had shit I got to time. Do. Fuck All it, right. man. Whatever. Let, let's keep this going. Then. I'm only an hour and a half past what I <laughs> said I'd be home. <laughs> well, if I you had to pee first. I drank too much. <laughs> Now the Mikey's back from his piss break. Hey. <laughs> uh, upcoming movies, because again, there's a lot kind of uh, stopping, but there's a lot starting. And y'all already said the Godzilla movie, so I'm that, pretty that's stoked about be, that. That looks really good. That Surge Tank and Godzilla cover from Blue Oyster Cult can go to hell, though. <laughs> uh, but on the topic of movies that might not be so good, we also got a trailer for the Sonic movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. Wow, we, we got something. That was uh, I was that was a trip. The Fast and the Furious producer had a lot of money to make his fucking Sonic the Hedgehog fan fiction and pay well, Jim Carrey his quote. Oh, hold on, don't yeah, don't okay. yeah. Okay. So so in that trailer though, the only thing that I liked in it was the very 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 last thing you see, which is somehow Jim Carrey grows the crazy mustache and pulls down the goggles and he looks a lot more like Dr. Like Robotman. Eggman. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, that looked cool. But that, Sonic. It's going to be the worst movie ever. That creepy <laughs> motherfucker. Not creepy and just those yeah. legs. Those legs. It just looked awkward as shit. And the fucking like he at one point in the trailer he throws a ring and it's like a portal. That that's what the is? way that's the way they're working rings in this movie. It's no. not power-ups, stop rings it. are portals. Well, stop it. <laughs> what happens when he try to make a video game? movie or a movie out of video game with all these preposterous fucking ideas like uh when they did the mario movie in the 90s yeah th this was definitely shaping up to be the mario movie of our time but what you were about to say 
they're actually going in and remodeling the dude. Yeah. They're going in and actually changing literally Sonic. Nobody, nobody liked, liked the way it. he looks. No, I, I saved an article that I found for that. Cat, I swear to God. <laughs> Picking the carpets. Selena's making her uh, appearance. Yeah. Now, there was a uh, there was an article from Nerdist that I saved, so I'll get that one pulled up here. Uh, let's see. Haunting the Hedgehog movie design will change after Haunting fan outcry. Uh, this week saw the release of the trailer, uh, comparing it to the Will Smith genie for bad CGI. Yeah, people shat on that too, but it's going to make all the damn money. And it goes, well, it didn't take long for the producers of the film to respond to the hate. In the tweet, the film director Jeff Fowler said that Sega and Paramount Pictures would go back to the drawing board for Sonic and redesign him after the fan outcry. <laughs> outcry. Quote, thank you for the support and the criticism. The message is loud and clear. You aren't happy with the design and you want changes. And it's going to happen. Everyone at Paramount and Sega are fully committed to making the character the best he can be. Hashtag Sonic movie. Hashtag gotta fix it fast. <laughs> yeah, that Fast and the Furious producers just got all the money in the world to just do Sonic over. <laughs> Redo. Yeah. Because that can't be cheap. It isn't, man. And it just goes yeah, on Because I always assume by the time they throw out the first trailer, the movie's done. Not always. Okay. Uh, like reshoots even, and shit like, like a that. Lot of, like, I've actually heard a lot, um, at least on like, these Disney movies, like the last Star Wars and mm -hmm. uh, even Endgame, they were editing it and still doing stuff like up to a week before release. Yep. Oh, okay. Because all they do is send out digital files now. They send yeah. out the file like that morning or that evening right before the showing and then they've got it. So, I mean, they can work on it literally up until hours before they have to send it out. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, and it just goes on to read. It said Fowler did as much damage control as he could. He reassured fans that even though the movie is coming out this year, it still wasn't too late to give them a version of Sonic that they wanted. So, apparently they weren't far enough, too far into production to where... Well, see, that just makes it sound like we're going to keep everything about the story even though it is. it's super they're, fucked they're, up. We're just going to redo Sonic's And design. they'll probably do his motion capture the way it was, which is a different image. And Yeah. No, and there was a lot of fan photos that came out that they took like the same, um, like the same kind of art style, like the same sort of textures and everything of Sonic, but just, just made it look a lot more like the cartoon and the. Um, oh, you talking about the fan done? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, those look better than what. Yeah, the one, the, the one in the trailer just looked like a bad drawing that I did in third grade or something. Well, like and, and, and someone was saying that they were wanting to make sure Sonic kind of fit in with like a real world thing. And it's right. like, we oh, yeah. We want to make yeah. him look more like a hedgehog. Because that's, no, stop. Yeah, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. If I saw that walking down the street, I wouldn't double take. It's just a terrible idea for a live action movie anyway. <laughs> It's it really is. No, it's not. It's not. It's just in the wrong hands. That's all it is. On the wrong hands. Are you? We'll gonna, see. Are you? Gonna, are we even going to go see it? As much as we're talking about it, I'm seeing it. Are you? I'm absolutely seeing it. See, I played. Wow. Say, Sonic the Hedgehog was my I wanna shit. I want to laugh my ass off. I want to see how bad this is going to be. It's going to be a train wreck. I'm it's... definitely not going to pay ten dollars for it. I think it. Detective Pikachu actually looks good. I do too, man. I, the first trailer, I was like, uh, nah. And then the second trailer, I was like, mm, yeah. <laughs> Y'all are this nuts. This is a sex positive podcast. So what happened? <laughs> Just with your oh yeah, I was like, what Pokemon turned you on? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I do like the one meme that's been going around where it's like Pikachu and Sonic, where it's uh, they're saying. Such, such and such is just building a universe oh. for fucking uh, Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> well, I, I saw one that was like uh, calling it now Detective Pikachu is MCU, Sonic movie is DC Universe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're both going to suck. 
I think the pick to Pikachu is going to be good. Yeah. I'm probably. I think that's. I think that's going to be an interesting. I'll see it like two years later when it comes on Netflix or something. I already made a prior commitment to go see that movie with some friends. Oh yeah. Pokemon was your thing growing up too, wasn't it? It still is. What do you mean? It's like the the age gap is showing. <laughs> so yeah, Star Wars. I guess Detect- I guess I'm looking forward to Detective Pikachu. It's not really a looking forward to, but more like a yeah, when it's out, I definitely want to go see it. But outside of that, Star Wars and uh, Spidey, Far- Spidey Far From Home. I do want to see the. New- I liked the last Spider Man movie a lot. Yeah, I'm just talking about like movies. I'm actually legit looking forward to. No, I'm to. looking like, forward oh, to that all too. All right, hold on. Let's go back real quick. Um, Endgame. So they snap. They bring everyone back, but they also take them. To their current present. Yes. So do those people age at all or no? Check this out. So the Russo brothers actually talked about that. Everyone in the snap is five years younger than everyone else that stayed alive. Yep. So there's going to be, Peter has a whole new class of kids. But in the trailer, he's got his buddy with him. He got snapped. Oh, Peter did get snapped. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Ned got snapped. But guess who didn't get snapped? Aunt May. That means they're going to age Marissa Tomei up. Okay, cool, cool. See what they've been doing here? And she'll still that, that's what's going to be so interesting about this is now Marissa Tomei gets to be aged up more. You can't you can't age up Marissa Tomei. She's ageless. But everyone was bitching about her being like the young, the hot, hot Mae. Yeah. <laughs> well, it well, made sense, though. I mean, he's only in high school. Yeah. Well, now they get to be a little bit more, a little bit more comic accurate. And I yeah. think that's yeah. going to be interesting. So now I'm... I'm looking forward to Godzilla, but that's not like a I'm going to get tickets as soon as they're available. Right. Kind of thing. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to do that with Star Wars, and I'm going to do that with Spider Man. That's kind of my barometer. And Godzilla's just one of those where I just go and just shut my brain off and just be oh, like, yeah. ooh, dinosaurs and dragons yeah. and pterodactyls and oh, Rodan yeah. and shit fighting each other. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a ball during that movie. Toy Story Four. I forgot that's a thing. Oh, yeah, me too. I don't know how I feel on that one. I, I wasn't a big fan of three. Uh, I, I was, I was a big fan it. of three, but I feel I thought three was going to be the end. Yeah, Incredibles two was good, so eh, it was all right. I, I liked saw it. that one. I, I enjoyed the it. First one better. I don't. It go was to, just too predictable. I just don't go to the movies all that much. The only time I ever really go to the movies is when there's like an Avengers movie or a Star Wars movie or something that I am a fan of from like growing up and stuff like that. AKA Disney movies. No, you listed Disney movies. <sighs> What you mean, like fucking like <laughs> the Aladdin's Star Wars and, stuff. and Marvel or Disney, dude? I mean, that's what it is. They're the only company studio that's going to make any money yep, in the and near they future. Own Fox now. Yep. Well, actually, kind of to wrap this up, let's throw out theories. Now Disney owns Fox. If they own Fox. That means they've got X Men and Fantastic and Four. Fantastic Four, yep. And I think they can totally rebuild another, or not rebuild, totally build another universe. How do, how do they get them in? Let's talk about that. All right. So me and you talked about this. After Thanos, Mm -hmm. really all you have left. Well, see, we talked about it before Endgame. Yeah. Your theory was totally wrong for Endgame. So now knowing what we know for Endgame. But it's still a possibility. Okay. I mean, really the only big bads that are more badass than Thanos is literally death itself. Galactus. Galactus and Doctor Doom. I hope they do Doctor Doom. Next. I hope they do Doctor Doom first, and even yeah. the two, whatever their fucking names are, uh, the directors. Oh yeah, yeah, the Russo yeah. brothers. Russo brothers. Even they were like in an interview, they're like, "Well, who do you want to see next in the Marvel universe?" And both of them are like, "Doctor Doom." Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that, that, that would be killer. And now that they have Fantastic Four, like that's a perfect way to bring them in. And they could do. 
X Men's a tricky one because they got uh-huh. the Phoenix coming out. So is that a Fox that's, picture? That's before? a Fox. That's a Fox okay. picture, okay. and it's going to be kind of non-canon. Okay, and that's going to be kind of like along the lines of the what the Venom movie was. Well, the Venom movie is creating its own canon. It's creating its own universe. Right. That's not connected to the actual. I haven't Marvel. seen that yet. Is I it good? Either. I haven't okay. either. Well, it'll be another ten years before they get to where they get those negotiations on, and we'll see X Men characters and shit like that later on the rebooted. Marvel yeah. Universe where the, the only Spider-Man way, is the new Iron Man or whatever. I hope they don't do that. <laughs> but the only... I see Fantastic Four as an easy in because they can get their powers at any time. Yeah. You know, they can... It, it doesn't matter what year it is, they can go out to space, get fucked up, come back, have powers. You know? <clears throat> and then uh, Avengers... The old Avengers Tower in New York can easily become the Baxter Building. You know? Easy peasy. X-Men is when it gets difficult. Because because X Men's always in a weird way had its own subplot like yeah. completely different because that's from already the rest like a huge group of characters too yeah they 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 span through time you know so it's like how are they going to wrap those characters in even with all these time jumps they did and how are you going to have Wolverine without Hugh Jackman oh that's easy <laughs> I'm, just I'm sure they'll do just how are we going to have Batman without Michael Keaton bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Batfleck, which Bat- he's not even in them anymore. He's nope. confirmed Bat- to be a done. Batman's just in limbo dude, right DC's, now. DC's dead in the water. They still they, keep they, making they, money. They, they lost their Superman. They mm-hmm. lost their Batman. And fucking... Um, well, Aquaman made a shit ton of money. They're not doing a sequel. They're waiting a long time for an Aquaman sequel. They're doing. The, are they still doing the Wonder Woman one? They're doing the Wonder Woman one, but they're focusing hard on that fucking app. And they're doing some little Harley Quinn spinoff, Birds of Prey something on that app. And then the new Joker movie coming out. That actually looks pretty good. I'm looking forward to that one. Especially if it's supposed to be its own contained movie and not connected to any other continuity. Mm-hmm. That'll s- be enjoyable. We've I had think. so many Jokers in 10 years. Joaquin Phoenix is cool, though, man. I think I, he's going to be a good I Joker. I don't hate it. I really My don't. My favorite Joker is still Luke Skywalker. Oh, well, yeah. 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 <laughs> Animated. That's the thing. It's, like, it's never going to get better than that. So I was just like, eh. Well, hell, who knows? According to that Last Jedi trailer, we might get the Joker. (laughs) How do you think he's coming back? That was clearly Palpatine. He's dead. But but the Sith can't do Force Ghosts. They can't. Episode 3, when uh, Palpatine and Anakin are watching that opera weird bubble ballet thing, and he Mm -hmm. goes, do you want to know the story of Darth Plagueis? The reason Darth Plagueis was going on that hunt is for immortality because they couldn't come back as Force ghosts. Oh. Hmm. So unless they're fucking up the canon more. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, They're fucking up the canon. Um, Somehow he survived being thrown by Luke or uh, by uh, Anakin or the clone theory that he's just kind of putting himself in a different clone yeah, body. Yeah, because Battlefield 2 is canon. Yeah. And he kind of had like robot folks kind of doing out his bidding. I don't know. I think that'd be interesting. And throw out this one last theory. I think for Ray, with everything that's happened, the easiest cleanup for that, because y'all have heard theories about the title, right? Rise of Skywalker. Have y'all heard anything about what people have been talking about what that might be? Um, All of them. Yeah, I've heard quite a bit. The one I like the best is they're always Star Wars is always about rhyming and you know poetry and you know things always connect. Actually, you know what I did hear about this one? Yeah. Look at all the other three movies. What's the last movie titles for each one? Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, Rise of 
Skywalker. That the Jedi are dead, and the new yeah. people that follow the Force are called yeah, Skywalkers. Skywalkers, yeah. So I, I think one. the cleanest way to wrap all this up with Rey and all that crap, she was also a Force ghost like Anakin. That means the vision she saw in Last Jedi is true. Her parents are truly nobody. She has no parents. Anakin didn't have a father. He was born of the Force. The force yeah. So I think she could be born of the Force, which means that's why uh, Snoke knew about her in the first movie. Because uh, Kylo that's didn't know about awakening. her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kylo didn't know about her. He's like, and he's was, and there was some girl. And, and then Kylo, and then that's when Snoke leans in and he goes, what girl kind of alluding like he knew who she was i need to watch all these movies again so why would he know who she is she's a force ghost baby or just a force baby so i see an i'm iron man moment with uh ray uh, some with some characters some big battle don't know the setup but i just hear the line of you know you're nobody this that and the other blah 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 and blah and she goes no i'm a skywalker <laughs> because she, everyone wants her to be a Skywalker. Everyone wants her to be connected to Luke or some way, somehow. But if the new people following the Force, like Christians follow Christianity, the Skywalkers follow the way of the Force. So that would be a way for her to it. throw the zinger out and be like, no, I am a Skywalker. Without it meaning up. I'm part of the lineage. And then just fucks up Kylo Ren. Yeah, basically. <laughs> or do you think the Rise of Skywalker is going to be Kylo? About Kylo, yeah. I was just going to say that. Because everyone... he technically is kind of a Skywalker. I was going to say, it feels like everyone forgets that from time to time because he's always referred to as Solo. And then Rey was very, very heavily called by the dark side in Return of the Jedi. Or um, um, Last, uh, Jedi. Last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't think Kylo's got redemption left, though. I don't know. It, it's... I, that's one of those deals depends on who's writing it. I hope it's a compelling story. It's and just they got so much to wrap up again. Like yeah. With Snoke, and now here's Palpatine back, and Luke's dead. And It was just one of those where it's like, you hated the last movie, or here's all the toys you wanted from the last movie. Yeah, Hopefully basically. it's not one of those. Because yeah, they're supposed to end it I just hope it's not too, too much of so. an overcorrection. Yeah. yeah. That's the only thing I fear. Well, I feel like we're kind cool. of wrapping well, up at this point now. We're just fucking. That was fun, just pussies. being fucking. Yeah, we're just fu having fun being geeks today. <laughs> I know it's normally a music podcast, but that's been our our second full time job here lately. So yeah, really. <laughs> well, to kind of keep it a little bit music theme, let's go ahead and wrap on up here and dig on into our Spotify playlists and figure out what the hell we've been listening to. What you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. Where did you record this? I bought it at the mall. What that person on your tape has is a medical disorder. All right, Cap, what the hell you been listening to? A lot of new music came out uh, at the time of this release. It'll be last week, so uh, these will all be available for streaming now. I checked out uh, Renaissance Men. It's the uh, brand new album from the Wild Hearts, and it's really fucking strong. I didn't have high expectations of it but mm. the songs on here are really fucking catchy and melodic nice. the mastering's a little bit distorted but the tunes are really fucking killer got some favorites oh yeah let them go is a really good one fine art of deception diagnosis there's really not a bad track on this album it's like maybe it's 
38 minutes long, so which is like my favorite runtime for a record, like 30. Isn't it great when you find younger. a record like that where you're listening to it going, there's really not a bad song on this thing. Really consistent and like 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 I said, the only problem I have with it is just a really nitpicky fucking audio thing for me, but that's just the mastering. Otherwise, it's a fucking killer album. Kick ass. The Wild Hearts Renaissance, man. Mikey Black. What you been listening to, boy? Uh, I've been listening to a lot of different random things because I usually just throw my shit on shuffle. Uh, one band I have been listening to a little more than the rest, though, is a band called Allison from Mexico. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mexico. Um, so, yeah, I don't really understand anything they uh, sing about. Well, that's <laughs> cool, though, but the music's great. My favorite track, I'm going to butcher this, is Rampase El Vidrio en Caso de Emergencia. I don't right, know what Terry, that means. All right, Terry, call all the right. voicemail. <laughs> anyway, tell, tell Mikey Correct how horribly he mispronounced it. But that. I'm going to play you the beginning of this song because uh-huh. once you hear the guitar riff, you'll be like, oh, yeah, we know why Mikey likes this. Uh-huh. This makes perfect right. sense. Hold up, hold up, hold up. My bad. There we go. <laughs> That's the yeah. shit you play at practice, isn't it? Dude, I've been playing that shit before I heard this song, man. So naturally, <laughs> really? when I heard this, I went, "Oh, these guys got style." <laughs> they're fucking good. They're really, they're really good. Apparently, I dig they're, it. apparently they're huge in Mexico. So, <laughs> nice. but they got great tracks, and I've been working out hardcore listening to their albums. Hell yeah, man! Very cool. Trying to learn some Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been listening to the new Bad Religion record. It's because, so fucking holy good. Shit. I haven't listened to that yet, dude. It rips i like it better than true north the Who's last record drumming on it is it still it's not wackerman okay no it's not the new guy i forget uh, it's not uh him who went off for Avenged Sunfall. it's some new guy and i don't remember his name right off but basically on this record they've got a new guitarist and a new drummer okay um uh brett gerkowitz or whatever his name is from epitaph he still plays he's been in the band for a long time long time bass is still there but uh new guitarist brian baker but Brian Baker's been there for a hot minute anyway, just for, off and on. Yeah, off and on, but yeah. ma- primarily within the past three to four years, right. he's been a steady member. And just doing lead stuff, because there's some serious guitar work on this album, too. One of my guitar teachers was named Brian Baker. Coincidence. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> no, and there's just some really great shit on there. I've already talked about liking the song My Sanity. That's just a great, great song. Um, on my Facebook, I posted about the song uh, The Approach uh, on our Facebook, which, by the way, on our Facebook, uh, every day we're running a new thing where it's the Something Good For You song of the day. Uh, uh-huh. Every yeah, single day we throw out a little YouTube video with a song we like, so you guys can enjoy. Uh, spreading the love, y'all. Yes, and uh, one of those songs, End of History, wound up being on there. Age of Unreason is great. Um, even down to like what tomorrow brings, which is the last song. It's yeah. just really, really, really good stuff on here. It's like not a bad track on that album at all either. No. So that that one was a very, very pleasant surprise. And it's so. only like just over thirty minutes or something like that. I tell you what else I've been enjoying on YouTube is thirty three minutes. Um through I think it's Nuclear Blast. Uh, the damn things keep putting out new singles or new videos. I like videos. that first single. I haven't listened to the uh, other ones yet. The whole thing is out. I didn't like it. Really? That's why I didn't bring it up. Huh. Because again, right. I, I, I'm trying to... For the I'm, initial track, the, 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 the first, first track one, is yeah, good. Is the best I'll, one. But, so. and, and, and that's why I, I kind of didn't bring it up because I, I don't want to bitch all the time on this show. But yeah, I... I genuinely didn't really care for it. I didn't listen to it all the way through, but what I did is I had my phone up and I listened to the first few seconds of it, fast forward it to like kind of the middle, fast forward to kind of near the end, and then skip. 
because that's also happened to me where I've skipped a song too early and then it changes midway through and I like it. Yeah. So I gave that a chance with all of them and none of them immediately grabbed me. Maybe I just got to put it on and do something while I was playing in the background. Yeah, but just, it's not a masterpiece by any means. But, uh, but I, thir- I the Bad Religion record, I've listened to that straight since Friday. So the past two, three days, I've just I'll listened listen to that. i to it on my way home. You definitely should. I got a 50-minute ride, so yeah, that's right. play it for the 10th time this weekend. <laughs> well, this has been the Something Good For You podcast, guys. Mikey, thank you again for coming on yeah, in. It's it always fun. fun. It's always I fun doing episodes with you. I having a great time engaging in the, um, what I say it was, nerd. Um, Nerdgasm. Nerd oh, culture. Nerd. Uh, Nerdtacular. Shit, I coined a phrase and I forgot it. I'll so have to listen I back. You, I remember you saying it too before Nerdism, we got on the mic. No. <laughs> huh. It's the joys of podcasts. We get to go back and listen to Yeah, we to can it. go back and figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> the listeners know. Yeah, and really outside of that, our housekeeping, um, the week that folks are listening to this, we'll be heading on into the studio, cutting some new material. And we got some cool ideas uh, for the podcast around that, too. So That's right. And then um, after we'll that We'll probably week, be filming in the studio and oh, yeah. putting out a little... Of course, here and there. Of course, of course. I'm still in the band, so that'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the week, a uh, few weeks after that, we're going to be coming on up May 25th to the rim. So if the rim folks are listening, we cannot wait to see you. And I think so I think we might do something a little different this album. I think instead of donuts, I might just bring some um some fucking uh. Bowberry biscuits. Bowberry biscuits. Yeah, maybe oh, some right. big Willie deluxes and see where that takes us. Oh shit, that's gonna be a long car ride with that then there though. <laughs> Having the car just smell like Bojangles the whole way up. That didn't uh, sound too that's bad. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, after that, it's just getting ready for this album release. We'll talk about that when we're ready to fucking talk about it. <laughs> it's gonna be. Well, Cap, do you have an outro for us? Uh, my prediction is that Disney is going to put out their most successful franchise ever that you were mentioning earlier about it outdoing Endgame. It's going to be Ooh. the McDonald's Hold Cinematic on. Universe. A McDonald's Cinematic yes, Universe. Yes, Ronald McDonald is Iron Man. This is something I forgot to talk about real quick. Do you think with the introduction of time travel into the MCU, have we really seen the end of Iron Man and Captain America? Or do you think they're going to pull an X-Men on us and be like, ooh, time travel, here's all your favorite. Well, since, what do the contracts for Robert Downey Jr. and uh, Chris Evans look like? Yeah, 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 you're right. <laughs> um, this isn't an original theory of mine. Uh, I saw this floated by a few different people, but I don't think that they're going to pull anyone from different... It, it, they say time travel, but it's more dimension travel. Yeah. If they pull someone out of that dimension, they're no longer there. Yeah. So I can't think of a way that they would justify pulling a Tony Stark out of a different dimension and risking that timeline just for theirs. Yes, mm-hmm. they, they can, but it'll be the Ronald McDonald version of, from the McDonald's cinematic universe <laughs> that's going to be parallel with the uh, but original pe- one. But people have talked about an AI Tony Stark. There's been an AI Tony Stark where it's basically a living Iron Man suit with an AI in it. Gotcha. I can see that. So that might happen. See you guys. Yeah. Later. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs>
has been another amazing production from the Cult of Dave Podcast Network. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.